0: And I do remember, I got so scared, I spent the night with a friend, and I woke up around 4 a.m., and I did see a man in, like, a pinstripe suit standing in her room. I did. So I left. I left in the middle of the night, and I went back to my room because I felt safe. And May
1: I ask if this man... I mean his form like you could tell he was wearing a suit but was Mm -hmm. the rest of him like shadow like or no No, really honestly
0: it looked like a man coming out of a black and white movie
1: and schools aren't just populated with bright-eyed students you could also find yourself face to face with a whoopsie apparition some have spooky stories of students pasts some were built upon old orphanages while others can be built in a city rich with history and even haunted history but all have one thing in common all will give you the chills On today's episode, we continue with part two of Is Our Job Haunted by the Ghost of Charlie Chaplin. In part two of this haunting yet crazy tale, we find out that it's just more than Charlie Chaplin that's visiting the grounds of our school. Join us on our sit down as we talk with some of these students to find out who or what is going bump in the night. And who is the little girl that a lot of the girls have been seeing in room 101. How have some of the stories from our first part of Is Our Job Haunted episode correlate with this one? And who was the shadow figure, the new shadow figure of the cowboy that a lot of the students have been seeing on campus? And you definitely don't want to miss some of the possible EVPs that I collected during our walkthrough in Room 101. So pack your backpack with some sage, some salientite, and possibly some holy water. Because this is part two of Is Our Job Haunted by Charlie Chaplin. If you've landed here at Hollyweird Paranormal, it's clear you're a fan of mystery, mayhem, and the unexplained in Hollywood true crime. I'm Dr. Shiloh, a former cop.
2: And I'm Dr. Scott, a former Hollywood entertainment professional. We're now both forensic psychologists working in Southern
1: California. Are you fascinated by the internal processes of criminals? Do you wonder, how
3: could they do that?
2: In each episode of our podcast, L.A. Not So Confidential, we dissect the nexus where true crime, forensic psychology, and entertainment meet.
1: We'll serve up fascinating cases viewed through the lens of human behavior, delivered with our signature gallows humor.
2: You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play at L.A. Not So Confidential. We're ready for download and subscription. You can also follow us on Instagram at L.A. Not So Podcast and on Twitter at L.A. Not So Pod.
1: Come and join us for L.A. Not So Confidential. Hey, guys.
2: Oh, hello. I didn't see you there.
1: I always do. Because <laughs> I also see dead people and oh, living people.
2: And living dead listeners. There
1: you go. <laughs>
2: and we've lost them in the first six Already. seconds. Already. I know. Apparently we're, we're losing
1: some. Apparently because our voices are annoying. Mine is. In yeah. fairness,
2: I actually agree with that. Mine is no, super I do, annoying. I do.
1: There's a couple of reviews. That, like, her voice is annoying. My favorite one was Bryce's voice sounds like a 16-year-old girl from the valley. I'm yeah. like, Hi, that I, live,
2: is, I Live in the Valley. That
1: is the truth. Hello. Also,
2: please pause this podcast, go watch Do I Sound Gay, and then come back for me with your hate speech.
1: <laughs> I saw that. I love that documentary. I it's saw so that documentary. I thought it was good. really good and smart. I was like, that is such a it's great concept. It's very
2: good. I cried the whole time, obviously. Shocker. Mm-hmm. I cried everything. Um, but it is very jarring because, yes, I sound gay. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and Or a 16-year-old girl from the Valley. Both <laughs> apply. Yes.
1: But you're gay and you're proud. Yes, and you I sound am. gay and you sound proud. Yes,
2: I do. Thank yes. you. And I'm from the Valley and I'm proud. I love the Valley. So yeah, me come too. for it. I know. We'll fight you. We will. We won't win, but we'll fight you. <laughs>
1: like, we'll fight you. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fine. We're totes ready. Well, guys, I'm sure you're tuning in for part two. Nice. Of Is Our Job Haunted? A question mark. And just a forewarning, if you haven't listened to part one, season one, it's the episode five Mm -hmm. version of Is Our Job Haunted by Charlie Chaplin. Yes. And there we had an interview with Katie McFarland. Who was the, I know, we miss her so much too. I miss her energy, her responsibility. Abilities. Mm-hmm. She was so responsible. Yeah. Out of all the students there, she was the most responsible one. I was yeah. like, come back, please teach these kids how to like tie their shoe, <sighs> pay bills, <laughs> go to class. Girl. I
2: know. And I, know, I love it.
1: Well, uh, we had an interview with her, and yes. you know she had first count experiences of what she went through in the dormitories mm-hmm. of the school. So we now know that the theater has some presences that come and go. We believe that they are related to Charlie Chaplin, but the biggest source, the biggest magnet, is the dormitories.
2: Yes, and I have many notes. Tammy, can you tell them? <laughs> oh, yes. I have my notes in crayon. That you wrote really <laughs> I could not find a pen. <laughs> So I have pages full of crayon notes like a child. But one of the things that I wrote uh, that I want to talk about is the energy that the dorms themselves bring. I have hearing, especially the second story. Yes. I was like, oh, it's this. Which, you know, that's just pure conjecture on my part, but I'm going to conjure away.
1: Yes, you will, girl. (laughs) So I had conducted several... Uh, interviews with the current students Mm -hmm. who are second year students and they have no relation to Katie's class who were there I want to say in 2017 2018 that seems right yeah 2017 to 2018
2: I left in October of 2018 and they were still there yeah RAs I think
1: they were and I think they were they probably knew some of the students that I interviewed or you know spoke to them in passing Mm -hmm. so real quickly what we're going to do is we're going to play a couple of the interviews with a couple of the students that live in the dormitories and there's two girls Bella and Rissa that we'll talk about or we'll listen to their interviews so Bella is living in dorm room 101 with Rissa and we will learn that Rissa has some gifts actually she is very much like Katie's friend in the Mm -hmm. first episode Peyton
4: Ping. Where
1: Peyton, you know, has abilities to see, feel, and even hear the dead. Oof. And Rissa had listened to part one of Is Our Job Haunted? And she was like, everything that they discussed, everything, all the stories parallel with what I'm going Whoa. through, especially with Peyton. So um, we'll learn, too, that Rissa just learned after moving here to L.A., after moving into the dorms, that these gifts have strengthened and definitely manifested because of the dormitories.
2: I had a similar experience when I moved to LA with the gay community so I can relate really,
1: <laughs> it really strengthened it really developed when I
2: moved to LA yeah
1: mm-hmm. you definitely had your glow up Cole. I did
2: I think I'm sensing. I think
1: everybody has a glow up god damn it I'm blonde yeah. right now and I, I went love from it. it's oh, so thank cute. You. and I
2: was clocking those nails girl those are cute.
1: Look at these nails I got Kardashian nails going they on. They do are dyed, excellent I bleached my hair John Bonnet blonde great. so there we go <laughs> Not I, so to I say, always but. want
2: to dye my hair, but it's kind of become a stereotype for gay men who are going through like a midlife crisis to like <laughs> dye their hair. And if they are listening to this, you know who you are because you know it's true. Come mm-hmm. for me. But anytime I see like, a, a gay around my age dye their hair like gray or blonde I'm like oh girl go to therapy they're
1: gonna come for you Bryce they are with bleach and toner
2: come for my dark brunette hair there I don't go. care that's right <laughs> mm, chestnut brown mm.
1: <laughs> they'll definitely come at you with that girl well guys so what we're gonna do real quickly is listen to Bella's story yes. my interview with Bella so Bella lives in 101 with Rissa and Bella is more of the I want to say she's not a, really a skeptic, but she's just very closed off mm-hmm. and very, I mean, scared of what is there. She knows that something's there in the dormitories, mm-hmm. and she knows that it does mess around with all of them, that she doesn't want to believe it. Mm. So she blocks it off. Also, as a little preface, too, before mm. doing the interviews, I was doing a lot of research. That's so great. I was doing even more research on the property because the one story you guys will hear is the child spirit Uh, story.
2: I got goosebumps when I was listening to come record this. I was just like, Oh God, that's so creepy. So the
1: child, the little girl is something that parallels with Mm. Peyton and Katie. Um, I was trying to research on newspapers.com and doing a lot of archive work, any child murders that happened between 1895 to even as early as 1967, and there were a couple of cases that Mm -hmm. came about, but far away from where our school is located. So I'll bring up one of the cases that I came across Mm -hmm. with Rissa. And it was a case where a child was ran over off of Hollywood and Pico. Oh, wow. And um, this was a case, I want to say it was back in the 1930s, of Mm. a little boy. I think between the ages of three and six, he got ran over. So I don't know if maybe, you know, that Mm. could be an energy that's coming to visit the dormitories. Mm. But doing a lot of research in regards to this area of Hollywood, and like we said before, in many of our episodes, it's just layers and layers. And even more, you know, layers of just history. History and violence and grief at the Mm -hmm. same time. Yes. So let's go ahead and listen to Bella's interview, and then we'll do a little postmortem after that interview. What do you say, Bryce? Love it. All right, here we go, guys. So here's Bella.
3: Hey guys, Um, I work with Tammy in the costume shop at the academy, and I live (laughs) in the dorms. Um, my roommate has been experiencing some weird stuff, but I haven't. I don't know why. Um, like, I've heard some stuff at night, but I usually just think that it's, like, people walking around in the room. I just don't.
1: What is it that you hear at night?
3: Door closings, like opening, opening, and, opening shutting. and shutting. Oh. But it's not like, you know when you open the door, you actually have, like, a second to get through the door? Yeah. It's, like, opening and <laughs> So oh. But, you know, I don't. I don't really like thinking about it, so I'm just like, you know, it's nothing, everything's mm-hmm. fine. And then obviously I've heard my two roommates um, on separate occasions just like the, what do you call it, the kettle switching on and off. This is a story that I've heard
1: um, that has been circulating yeah. between the both of them and they told me about this kettle that turns on and off and i will start brewing water or heating water yeah. out of nowhere.
3: Yeah. And so they, when they experienced it, they called me into the room, and both times when I walked into the kitchen, mm-hmm. it just went off. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. You know, it's, it's weird.
1: Do you believe in the paranormal? Like, do you believe that there are beings and entities or energies out there?
3: I do. I do. I just, I don't, I wouldn't say I ignore them, but I don't like to acknowledge that they're actually there because then I it kind of freaks me out a little so you
1: close yourself off pretty much like you know it's there but you're like I'm not going to deal with it yes okay I understand yeah and you even told me at one point that um one of the girls who has special gifts and sensitivities told you that you are very protected by guardian angels is that right?
3: Yes, yeah, so she told me that she sees three guardian agent, angels, and it's, like, female, so I, like, kind of know who it is, but I don't know, you know. Who do you Asia. think it is? Like, two of my grandmas, both Aww. of them are dead, yeah. and then my grandpa's sister, Aww. which, like, she was my, like, my nanny when I was younger. She was just, like, my, my auntie. <laughs> I just called <laughs> her <them> my auntie. <laughs>
1: Maybe it's them also protecting you, you know, maybe you're that balance in that apartment so when you come into a space that is chaotic, it stops. They're like, whoa, okay.
3: Well, I hope that, you know.
1: It's Bella and her posse.
3: That'd be pretty cool if it was true. They'd
1: be like, oh. Yeah. But you've heard other stories, too, not just within your room, but other stories that have circulated on different floors in different rooms. Is that right?
3: Yes. Actually, I heard... When I lived on a third floor, I I, I live in the first floor now, but when I lived in a third floor, there was stories going around about a little girl. Yes. Like, just running in the hallways. And then, which was really creepy, I had a dream about a little girl. No way. I promise you. How
1: long ago was this?
3: When I lived, it was... It was right before summer. So last year, right before summer. Wow. Right before they went on summer vacation. And remember I worked alone in the costume shop? Yeah. <laughs> that whole
1: Bella was covering for me. I, I had to take a much-needed vacation. <laughs> but that was another thing, too. You yeah. had the apartment to yourself. Yes. And nothing happened.
3: No. Not really. I just had the dream. Um, oh, so something kind of did happen. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, In the dream, it was like a lucid dream, I think. Mm -hmm. I was sleeping in my bed, in the bed I was sleeping in. And in the dream, I can see the little girl bouncing up and down behind me, which is really creepy because I was sleeping, and I could see myself in the dream and the little girl. Oh. It was creepy, and I was kind of freaked out by that, but you know.
1: Oh, my goodness. You know, (laughs) your roommate has... Explain to me that she has had some dreams like that too. Really? It's kind of like astral projection where you can see yourself in your dream. You're seeing yourself yes. in kind of like real time sleeping and then you can see whatever's around you apparently. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. So you kind of <laughs> had experienced something, yeah. but that's nothing compared to what other people had experienced. Yeah. Now, there is a talk of a little girl, but have you ever heard of anything else that was a little more in opposition of that entity a little more sinister i guess you can say i know that there's been sightings of the shadow man or have you heard anything in regards to that
3: actually no i heard last year about uh, someone's room Mm -hmm. had um the shadow man with a hat on yeah i saw the picture oh yeah (laughs) i didn't i didn't experience him yeah, not yet maybe. Not.
1: <laughs> Can you tell me um one, la- one last question? Can you um tell me like how long was it after you guys moved in that people started your class started experiencing things in the dorms?
3: Oh, not that long. Really, like a yeah. month you think or like a week? Maybe a month cuz I don't I don't really hear it the mm-hmm. talk, but I know it was because I lived in, in apartment three twelve no two two thirteen mm-hmm. first, and there I didn't experience anything. But when I moved to the third floor, my roommates were like, "Yeah, there's definitely a ghost in here somewhere." And then obviously now in this room, so mm-hmm. yep.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna be walking in your apartment just to kind of get a vibe of it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I hope they cleaned. <laughs>
1: But I just want to kind of go in there and feel and see, so.
3: And also, what is interesting, we've been missing, like, stuff.
1: Marissa's been telling me the yeah. things have been going missing, like, jewelry and stuff. Yeah,
3: like, jewelry or, or, um, I don't know, like, uh, a plant went missing. But how? How is that possible? Because we're not thieves. And, like, nobody came into the room. And you
1: guys keep everything locked, yeah. right? In, in your places,
3: right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. There have been cases where things like in certain houses and dwellings where things would just go missing. I think it was the hotel that I stayed in. It was the Glen Tavern Inn where they had children apparitions that would play. And mm-hmm. according to some of the guests and even the staff that they would com- like they would have complaints of guests stating, oh, my rings are gone. My jewelry has mm-hmm. gone. And during a renovation, they found the jewelry and like the air vents.
3: Oh, my God.
1: We yeah. Should,
3: we should check our air vents. Yeah, right <laughs> so
1: maybe it's a little girl possibly taking your stuff. Because it's just the jewelry, right? It's an, And a plant. Yep. But thank you so much, Bella, for sitting down with me and hey. telling us your side of the story and yeah. your beliefs and what you feel. Thank you
3: for asking.
1: Yeah. Me. But I guess let's end it with this. Like, Do you think that there is something in the dormitories?
3: I think there's many things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> thank you so much oof, girl. That was a little heavy.
2: Can I just start out with saying that I love her (laughs) right away? She's just like, oh, no, no, no. I'm, like, in full denial. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not happening. I don't want to believe that. Like, my girl. (laughs) Here for that. Live that journey.
1: (laughs) You are my spirit animal. A hundred percent. I was just like,
2: yes. I think I even wrote that at some point. Just like, she
1: is my spirit animal. I vibe with her. I'll mess with her. Yes. But then
2: (laughs) still saying like, I love that, you know, as someone who I would consider myself a much more closed off. Mm -hmm. Um, I still respect and like empathize with her being like, I, when you asked her like, well, do you believe in like spirits and the afterlife and all that? She still was like, yes, I definitely do, Mm -hmm. but I just can't like experience it. Yes. Now. I'm like I respect that. Like me too, girl. Like there's
1: a lot of people out there they are like, Oh, I love listening to the ghost stories. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the ghost stories, Tammy, but I will never do I can never do what you and other people do. I can't mm-hmm. go and investigate. I can't I don't want to experience it. But I want to hear about it. Right. But I don't want to experience it. Yeah,
2: and I think we all have to find our own like depth in the pool.
1: Yeah. That's that pool that I've mentioned in the Richard Ramirez case where, you know, all yes. of us there's some of us will just dip our toe into the black lagoon yep. and then there's some of us will dip our legs into it and there's people like me where I just synchronize swim in the deep mm-hmm. end because I'm all about that life so.
2: And I have water wings
1: Yes. <laughs> on the side
2: with a pool float.
1: Rice is in his like little shorts and his floaties. So cute. Mm-hmm. And his little inner tube. Yeah. So he's just like no I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine good, here in the, in the two feet end. Thank Dare you. Dare I
2: say in the shallows.
1: Yeah the shallows. Thanks exactly. God. But what I really appreciate about her story is that she admitted that okay Mm -hmm. what she had gone through was something kind of paranormal because like i didn't know that she had that dream until i interviewed her That
2: dream really creeped me out i'm not gonna lie yes
1: and i know that people have had similar dreams like that in different cases Mm -hmm. where it's kind of like this sense of astral projection where you can see yourself asleep you're kind of feel like you're in real time but then there's something around you and that's what I was mentioning to her. I'm like, I think you're in that state of your REM where you're just like, I'm half, awake, mm-hmm. half asleep, but then again, I'm seeing things that...
2: Now, what would you say is... In your opinion the difference between like a lucid dream which she also kind of mentioned Mm -hmm. or more of an astral projection which i think uh risa kind of talked about a little bit more Mm
1: -hmm. well i think with lucid dreaming is when you're uh, you're still aware that you're dreaming and you can wake up and still remember what you dreamt Mm -hmm. i could be wrong i could be completely wrong with that that's just from Mm -hmm. what i gathered and Mm -hmm. when people astral project in comparison to lucid dreaming is that they know that they're dreaming, mm. and they're having an out-of-body experience. Terrifying. And it's kind of like you're dreaming and know that you're dreaming, but you're around your dream in real time. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense.
2: It does. I mean, also hearing her explain it, like where she's seeing herself and she's like above. Yeah. She'd see like the man standing behind her or the girl's jumping behind her. Yeah. Yeah. That was very intense.
1: I feel like she's in real time seeing what other people and ourselves can't sure. see with the naked eye and with astral projection, too, in other cases. For example, um, there have been cases and stories where people have said, oh, you know, I remember I was reading a book in the living room. It's nine o'clock at night. And all of a sudden I look up and I could see and hear my dad. But my dad is, you know, in this other state and he's asleep so oh, wow yeah that those are other forms of astral projection too so it
2: can be not necessarily someone who's like past
1: it, it's described as an intentional out-of-body experience or mm. obe that assumes the existence of a soul or conscience called astral body that is separate from the physical body like i said and capable of traveling outside Ooh. So yeah, I mean, even my husband and I had this wonderful discussion last night about the paranormal and about our minds, that mm. the minds our minds are just like the most powerful thing. Yes. It's the scariest thing and the most mysterious thing, and it could do wonders.
2: Well, it's weird because my only real experience with astral projection is through like Insidious, that movie franchise. Oh, so yes. I have always attached a very like dark connotation to it because yes. of that franchise. Well, it is so when she said it, I was like, oh, my God. And then, like, as she was explaining I was like, oh, it actually just sounds more like... I mean, wh- whether it's because it was, like, localized or whatever. But I was like, oh, it just seems like she's just, like, watching herself or...
1: Well, she woke up immediately where people like to stay in that state of astral projection or Ooh. OBE. And I know for sure and for a fact that it, it could be very dangerous mm-hmm. to astral project. Because you can... It can also come up you can also experience sleep paralysis Oof! no thank you uh and some very realistic and terrifying visuals too um Mm. there are things that have been said about astral projection where people have been able to astral project for such a long time that they bring something really bad back Mm -hmm. and um it's a bitch to get rid of it yeah yeah so it can be very dangerous and it can be pretty scary and it can like create sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. in individuals that really don't Experience sleep paralysis or it can actually Worsen them so That so I, is something to oof. really look into
2: So I won't astral project to Chipotle Got it. <laughs> I will not bring back A bad burrito
1: but I would say I mean like with lucid dreaming mm-hmm. as well um, I know that lucid Dreaming is where like you Know you are in a dream mm-hmm. state you are in a dream like for example if for some reason you're on a ginormous pink elephant going down Times mm-hmm. square in new york that's a dream obviously right. and you know it but where astral projection is it's just like you know you left your body and you can that's see your so body crazy. i think that's the best way i could put it in short yeah.
2: <laughs> so, also the other thing that lightly stuck out to me about mm-hmm. the either the spirit or possibly the poltergeist or whatever is in the room is the kettle is making me laugh so hard I was like that ghost just needs caffeine like Water let beater, it get its beater. caffeine like <laughs> if i come back when i come back as a ghost i will need caffeine you're- everyone leave your kettles alone oh. so i can get coffee
1: you're gonna come back as a as a mr coffee maker 100 uh,
2: percent like or ooh, keurig put, no put that pot in my little keurig cup oh mm, yum okay if there's young listeners price oh <laughs> Uh, it's just like the one part I was laughing. That and the plant missing made me laugh so hard. I was like, this oh, ghost yeah. is hilarious. Like, I need coffee and a plant. Like, get your self-care Together. ghost. Yes.
1: Get And where are you putting all this stuff? Where It's like he has this little cubicle inside the room that no one knows where it is. Oh, my is. God. I was freaking out cubicle. when you were talking
2: about the, when they were, uh, doing the renovation and finding the shit, the jewelry in the air vent.
1: Yeah, so that uh. was at the Glen Tavern Inn and you can find that story in Craig Owens's book, Hi, Craig. Uh, Haunted by History. He does an, an elaborate story and research on the Glen Tavern Inn, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And in one of the stories, too, like people have stated like things going missing, jewelry going missing, and then when they did the renovation, they found a lot of that in the air vents, which is kind of odd.
2: Yeah, because that's really unintentional. Like, if it was under, like, under a bed or like behind something that's yeah. something maybe explainable mm-hmm. but an air vent like the work it would take to get it unscrew a vent and screw it back together either someone's very crafty exactly or else
1: or it could be spirit or it could be someone who is just what is it a necro necromaniac or a klepto, nympho kleptomaniac. A kle- who's a klepto
2: I because <laughs> nympho is a that's a different thing they're stealing yeah <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, so who knows, you know. I just want to know where that plant is. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Bring back my plant. Bring back my That's plant. so good. It needs to be water. Make sure you get it with water three times a day. Oh, God. Now we're going to proceed with the interview with Rissa. Mm. So Rissa hey. is a second year who um, I got to meet during a fitting.
2: Now they live together, is that what you had said? They're roommates. Interesting.
1: Yeah, so Rissa lives with Bella and... I know they live with two or three other girls. Because now, you...
2: is that who told Bella about the three spirits?
1: Yes. Yeah, so Rissa, Interesting. you'll learn that Rissa, within time of living in the dorms, the dorms opened her up big time. And I mm-hmm. think also the combination of the dorms and the city opened mm-hmm. her up. And you'll learn, too, that this is something that has been passed down, you know, every other generation in her family oh wow so that is also something that takes into notice and into into consideration that people who embody these gifts this specific site Mm -hmm. people who are mediums and psychics like a lot of times it's something that runs in their family and it jumps every other generation so um we'll learn from rissa like her gift and how she has kind of you know honed in to Mm -hmm. control it and use it and how it's kind of affected her, especially Mm -hmm. living in the dorms. So uh, this is Rissa's tale right here.
0: Hello, my name is Rissa and I am a student at the acting academy that Tammy teaches at. And I have a couple of experiences here at the dorms at our institution. So my very first very, very first semester of being here, I discovered that I basically had these abilities to sense the paranormal. And I do remember the night that I found out, it felt like there was a party of spirits in my room and I couldn't sleep. But specifically at the end of my first year, because I am currently in my second year, I was home alone, everyone else had moved out, and I was getting ready to move out. And I heard this humming noise, as if there was like a woman in the room. And I called my friend, who also has abilities, and she was mentioning to me how there was a teenage girl in the room. And I also remember always staring in the back room, because it's a two bedroom, and I was in the side room. But the back room, whenever the lights were out I always caught myself just staring in that room for no apparent reason and there was also a lot of energies back there Um, and I do remember I got so scared I spent the night with a friend and I woke up around 4 a.m. and I did see a man in like a pinstripe suit standing in her room I did so I left I left in the middle of the night and I went back oh my to my God. room because I felt safe. And may I
1: ask if this man, I mean, his form, like you could tell he was wearing a suit, but was mm-hmm. the rest of him like sh- shadow like or no, no really? It, honestly, huh.
0: it looked like a man coming out of a black and white movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, that, I distinctly remember that.
1: Oh, that's so interesting.
0: Because I told her I didn't tell her why I left because I didn't want her to be scared. But the next day, I just texted her and was like, oh, I just woke up and I didn't want to wake you up. So I just went back to my room. Um, yeah. Actually, it's all ghosts, but yeah. you don't need to hear that. <laughs> so that happened. Yeah. And um, that same friend earlier this year when we moved in, she asked me to come by to check out her room because she felt like there was something there. And we felt like we found a little boy there because he's very attracted to her. And he's very sweet, very nice kid. Um, How old is he? Honestly, he felt like he was like three. I'm gonna tell you
1: something that I just researched right now. But off of Pico and Hollywood, mm-hmm. I re I just because I was trying to research the property here. But back in, I want to say it was 1923. A young boy at the age of three off of Pico in Hollywood, was run down by a car. Oh, no. It was a young boy and his age was three, and I just saw that. I just researched that 30 minutes before you came in. Wow Something I don't know why, something just told me to ask you about his age.
0: Yeah, and I'm
1: wondering married. and I'm wondering if that's him.
0: We call him Asher, um, because we felt like he was actually belonging to another spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, But we call him Asher, and he's fine with it. He's very playful. He likes to knock down uh, bowls from the cabinets when people are sleeping. Oh, he's
1: he's precocious.
0: (laughs) He is. And also, my friend and I were watching a ghost uh, documentary, and they literally put on the screen, this is when things started getting weird, and all of a sudden, a bag flew off of the table.
4: Mm.
0: And we were just like, oh, whatever. It's him. (laughs) Wow. So... So he's in
1: your friend's room, he's yeah. more connected. Why do you think he's connected to her?
0: She honestly has dealt with a lot mm-hmm. emotionally. And I do feel like um, I'm a personal believer in spirit guides coming in and out of your life during times when you need it most. Absolutely. So most likely due to the fact that he's young and innocent and sweet and he's there, he feels like he can help her cheer up all the time.
4: Aw, that's
0: yeah. so sweet. Yeah, he's, he's a really sweet kid.
1: Why get a dog? You get <laughs> a ghost,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> and um, so that happened. Mm-hmm. And recently, um, I would say now it's probably within within a month ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. So about the cowboy in my room, I was sleeping one night, and I felt really well rested, but I woke up at like one a.m. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to close my eyes. So I closed my eyes and basically I felt as if I was astral projecting into the living room. And there was this shadowy figure of this man with the cowboy hat and like wheat, a wheat straw in his mouth. And he tipped his hat at me. Oh, he was nice. Yeah, I wasn't scared of him. It was just very interesting. So weird. And then I woke up and everything was cool i was fine i didn't feel anything but then i remember i was talking with one of my roommates and i walked by our bathroom really really fast and i saw a shadow standing in the bathroom door with his foot like propped up against it and it was like the same guy the same cowboy yeah huh like he was watching or something and he wasn't scary. And honestly, he kind of felt like he was kind of like, during his time, a very attractive sexual being, in a way. <laughs> oh. He's like, I'm protecting you, ladies. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna Patrick Swayze this apartment. Just wait you see. It, that's
0: just how he felt. Really? He Do yeah. you feel like he's more... Uh, you feel like he's watching over you guys? In a way. I feel like he's very protective over women, specifically. That's so...
1: Like a true cowboy. Yeah. Um... We had interviewed Katie a couple years ago, who was a former RA of the dormitory. Mm-hmm. She had a very scary and different experience compared to you guys yeah, with, the sh- with, the, with the shadow man. So I'm wondering, have you ever made contact with a more malicious apparition or being there that's in relation to what she described? Um, or do you feel like it left with that class?
0: It had to have left. It had to have left due to the reason of me believing that it. I just don't feel like it's around anymore. The very first time I got into that apartment, um, I felt at home. I felt calm. The very first night, I could sleep easily.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And honestly, ever since I heard about that episode in particular, I was nervous that he would pop up, mm-hmm. but he's not around for some reason, now that I'm talking about him, I'm actually getting this feeling of he like he's not welcomed anymore.
1: That's so great. I wonder if someone did something in that building to protect it or block him. Because if you heard um, th- there was a student named Jeff and um, he, you know, according to him, this was a being that was attached to him since child. Yeah, his childhood, and he tried to get it removed by a psychic. Or I don't know if the psychic got rid of him, or I don't know if someone there with your same abilities were was able to do something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I haven't heard anything in regards to anything malicious.
0: Yeah, um, malicious wise, no. However, there are very strong energies that are that will make you feel very intimidated. I will say that.
1: Um, what
0: do you think it is? Do you think it's the land or that
1: building is a magnet in general or or is it just the area and it's just because there's so many students in that building is just attracting all these
0: beings and entities? Well, due to the fact that all of us are artists, I do believe that we all have some sort of abilities and we do have the power to bring things. Um, I do also believe that the building itself comes with its own entities
4: Mm
0: -hmm. and also we're in the heart of Hollywood and it's insane. We've
1: (laughs) mentioned that. I mean, in our, in our first episode of Our Job is Haunted, we have the Roosevelt down the street. We have the Hollywood sign. We have the Legion Club. I mean, it's just like this trifecta. Oh, we have Hollywood forever, literally nine minutes away.
0: It's crazy out here. It very. really is. It's like no matter
1: where you go, there's something <laughs> there's crazy. Something. Um you've made contact with a few famous entities and people that have come through. Can you share?
0: Yes. Um I remember this is going to sound very strange, but it was a, one of these days when I was feeling very sick and I woke up and I usually Um, eat breakfast Mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like eating breakfast on this day and so I waited a while I was fine I was in a great mood and for some reason I kept saying I feel like I'm pregnant and my back was hurting and I kept burping a lot and so I went to class and one of my friends was eating sushi and it's the same kind of sushi that I usually get Mm Mm-hmm. And so I literally just took one bite, and I was like, okay, I think I'm all right. So I ate one, Mm -hmm. and literally 10 seconds later, I threw it up in the trash can. Oh, wow. And so I text my mom, and basically she was like, that's really weird. You're not pregnant. And I'm like, no, I'm definitely not pregnant. And so... I talked to two of my friends who knew I have this gift right off the bat, because in the beginning it was very scary for not just me, a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but mainly me. And so we were like, okay, let's just figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. So we turned on some nice, calm music and put out positive energy and all of a sudden I was like, I have someone's baby and they were like, okay. And all of a sudden my other friend who is has abilities as well she started to say i've since a woman here and she wants the baby and i'm like okay this is really weird and so then i started getting a name and i was like judy and then i got uh i can't remember right now but i did get dates and times and i also got the name of a former partner of hers who she just did not like who was it I cannot specifically remember his name, but I will say he looked very sleek.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, He honestly, it could have honestly been the same guy that I saw that kind of looked like a pinstripe looking man.
4: Interesting.
0: He looked very sly Mm -hmm. and kind of like a gigolo. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, oh, now I think it's like, Tommy or something like that or that's like what people would call him I'm not sure if that's his name
4: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, but basically I was just sitting there and all of a sudden my friend is like telling me all these things and I'm like Judy Judy and then we start getting this song in our heads and I'm like I don't know this song and basically all of a sudden I mention a daughter and basically, Judy herself says, oh, my daughter and I weren't on good terms. We weren't on good terms.
1: Wow. She. I think she had two daughters. Yeah. She had Liza and... I can't remember the name of the other one. Um, Oh, that's so bad, but... Yeah. I wonder if it was her first or her second,
0: but you didn't get the name of her daughter, huh? No. But she was like, we're not on good terms, and then she mentioned how... We were talking about the baby itself Mm -hmm. and I was like for some reason I feel like I can't keep this baby and I was like I get a lot of like drug taking interesting and then all of a sudden I was like Judy and I just kept saying Judy and Judy and I was like confused about basically where I was it was as if in a way she was I don't want to say taking over my body but she was like sharing her energy with me and my other friend and all of a sudden she had this very polished demeanor and she was talking about her past time in movies right and we asked her how did she die and she just kept saying she didn't know and yeah and i was like but i feel like you're and I was like, I don't want to call you a liar, but I feel like you're lying to me. So we were looking it up. Mm-hmm. We were looking up Judy Garland and everything the spirit was saying when we were asking questions was matching up perfectly. Wow. And so I was like, I feel like, oh, I feel like you're not telling the truth with me. <laughs> and, and she, she basically was very like poised and she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, Judy. you died you know you died yeah and everyone knows that your life in hollywood behind the scenes was horrible and i'm so sorry about that and she was like i don't want to talk about it that sounds like her She was like i don't want to talk about it Mm -hmm. but we were then switching to things um to talk about and i specifically had this bracelet that i used to wear i lost it unfortunately but it was very shiny and it um was known to be able to attract positive energies Mm -hmm. and she was like can i see your bracelet and i was like okay so i put out my bracelet and she commented on how shiny it was how beautiful it was and she wanted to keep it and i was like yeah you can't keep it give it here
1: yeah
0: um but yeah we were making connections and when she left um Funny thing is our school had put these inspirational messages up and her pictures on one of them. Mm. And I just couldn't stop staring at her. And I just couldn't stop looking and looking and looking. And then with a friend, the st- one of the friends that was with me during this whole time, we went to the Chinese theater. And they have Dorothy's dress from The Wizard of Oz. Right. And I think they even
1: have her handprints,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, they have everything there. So I was there, and literally as I was staring at it, I felt funny. I felt like getting these chills around me. And I'm like, that's my dress. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) She was around. When spirit
1: or spirits talk to you, is it just in your head? How do you hear it? Like, how does it come to you?
0: Basically, I like to tell people it's like telepathically communicating with a spirit. Wow. So their thoughts are put into my head and I say them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually literally see anything. Like I can see you and see that we're in a room. Mm-hmm. But I do get the feeling. I always say feeling. I get the feeling of what a person's height is, whether or not they're male, male or female, what they may be wearing or what they experience before they died, especially if it has something to do with a medical issue. A certain part of my body will react the way it react to when they passed. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes symbolism as like an animal or a toy, um, those usually pop up. In my head, I'm like picturing, oh, she's sitting in front of her and she's probably talking
1: to her with her hands and everything, you know.
0: Yeah, I can usually also pick up on attitudes. That's so... Attitudes are easy to pick up on, which is why I can, which is also why I was able to see the way she smiled, the way she laughed, the way she used her arms. And as a kid growing up, Judy Garland was like one of my tops. I would watch her all the time. So Mm -hmm. I was like, this is Judy Garland. I know this. So it was very interesting. That's so awesome.
1: Yeah, it was fun. I (laughs) could (laughs) tell, like, you're like, it was. It was a a plus being here. Man, you get to see the Dead Famous now. (laughs) Right. Not the way you pictured it, but... No,
0: no. and it's also interesting, and I researched it afterwards, and apparently she actually visits a lot of mediums in the Hollywood area, Mm -hmm. especially new ones. That's so crazy. I wonder why. I'm really not 100% sure. Um, Whenever I asked her, she kind of felt like she didn't want to talk about it i i'm
1: interested in knowing about this child and why she want you had this child and she wanted it i'm guessing she had a miscarriage at some
0: point in her life if so it had to be secret mm-hmm. um i'm not sure if i've ever come up reading something about it does she still visit you uh not me personally but apparently she does visit my friend and that's we're gonna call her Phoebe's. uh no another
1: friend okay yeah this is so fascinating because the first year that moved in, we had two people that had your abilities and mm-hmm. they were picking up on a lot and they pretty much said the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like you're walking in a crowded room and people were like, hey,
0: hey, I, hey, oh, my God, you can see me. It's also interesting because mm-hmm. based on the episode that you were, well, the episode before, I was like, yo, that's the room I'm in. So mm-hmm. I honestly feel like, which is room
1: 101,
0: 101, I feel like that room actually has the ability to attract those of us that have the ability. It's it will, weird.
1: it will really open you up in other words. Yeah. There are some places that I really believe can do that. Mm-hmm. And you know, I will admit the Omen house does it for me. Every time I go in and I do an investigation somewhere else in a different location, things happen to me. Yeah. And I've had them happen to me, even when I'm not investigating. So, I mean, we all have a psychic muscle. I believe we have one of the Claire's, you know, or either Claire sentient, Claire audience, Claire, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and I always tell people, well, some are stronger than others, you know? And um, there's some people who, you know, like our friend Bella, who really closes herself off.
0: Yeah, it, it can be very scary, honestly. And at times, I still don't believe I can do it. Mm -hmm. I still shock myself every time I do it. And it's
1: really, I mean, it it could be very scary and challenging for you because, one, you just moved into a new city. You Mm -hmm. don't know anyone. You moved into this haunted dorm Great, And you just (laughs) found out that you have these abilities. Now, did you... Inquire with your family or anyone, like, who else had these abilities? Is it one of those things where it jumped from one generation after another or every other generation?
0: So, basically, I definitely talk to my family. I talk to my family about everything. Mm -hmm. That's good that
1: you guys have that open communication.
0: Yes. And so, I'm adopted, Mm -hmm. but I talk to um, the people in my biological family that I'm connected to. My Mm -hmm. aunt on my father's side and my sister and my other aunt on my mother's side. No, sorry. My sister on my dad's side and my aunt on my mother's side. Um, But basically, both sides of my family have it. And it's one of those things where both of my parents, my biological parents had it. Mm -hmm. And no one expected me to have it because of the whole idea that it usually skips. Yeah. But due to the fact that both of my parents had it, it went straight to me and also my sister who is older than me um she has it so honestly i believe it's one of those things where it's in the family throughout whether or not the next generation is exposed to it but due to circumstances and environments it can be brought out yeah i think that's what happened with me that being there
1: really opened you up huh mm-hmm. cuz it really has i remember you were telling me how scared you were and now you're kind of being you're being guided I referred you to one of our friends the ornery oracle yes
0: she's amazing
1: and she's been helping you right because it it can be scary it it really uh, can especially if you don't even know you have it in the first place no
0: and a lot of the times people a common question I get is how do I know if I have it Mm mm-hmm And one thing I noticed as a kid was that I would have my thoughts Mm -hmm. and then I would have thoughts that I felt like didn't belong in my head. Things I felt like I shouldn't know.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: And of course, I would never say them until I got older and I came here and I would start saying the thoughts that came to my head. And one of my friends was like, yo, you're reading my dead grandfather. Knock it off. Oh, wow. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, that's everything you're saying is related to him. And I was like, "Oh wow! I didn't know I could do that." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, he loves you." Oh, he's so nice. <laughs> and I was like, he's putting that out there. That's amazing. Yeah, it's 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 fun, it's scary, and it takes a lot of discipline.
1: You haven't encountered anything bad, right? Or anything bad try to come in to your space.
0: Actually. I wouldn't recommend this entity as being bad
4: mm-hmm
0: but more so not knowing uh, personal space
4: mm-hmm
0: so there's one incident where I felt like ev- I felt like every person who has abilities in your very first moments of it I feel like you have your challenge and to me that is when you encounter an energy that is very persistent that doesn't listen um, for some people, it can be very negative for me. Thank God it was not, um, but this energy was very, very persistent and in pain,
4: oh wow,
0: and so I felt their pain oh. and it was really hard to be like, "I can't help you because I don't know what to do, yeah, but it was literally like a burning sensation running through my body oh, of my God. i'm in pain and I don't know what to do, as if this person was whether people believe in heaven or hell or not, as if this person was in hell and they were like, I don't belong here kind of feeling. Right. Um, but it was pretty scary.
1: Do you believe there's uh, heaven and hell?
0: I do. Personally, I do. Um, and I also do believe that there could be people that are stuck in between. Yeah, like
1: like a purgatory.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also believe that some people actually choose to stay on Earth. Yeah. That's I, I agree. I agree with that. That's one thing that I noticed with Judy. Mm-hmm. I did ask her, like, um, do you ever want to go to heaven? And she was like, I'm not ready.
1: <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I have come across... Other mediums that would tell me that with yep. certain entities, you know, especially the entity outside of my apartment that Shay had helped me with too. Mm-hmm. He's still outside, and I would tell <laughs> him, "Can you please go to your family?" Like, he linger. I'm like, "Why do you want to linger around this apartment complex? It's boring. It's super boring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's in the valley. It's boring. It's hot. What the hell?" Mm-hmm. And according to Shay, it's just that he doesn't want. It. He has the ability to go to the light. He just doesn't want to yet. Yeah. So, every time when my dog senses something outside or looks out in the patio, I'm like, can you please go to your family and go to the light? I'm trying to watch Netflix. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot of the times they they don't want to leave. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, it's cool. It's you like, know, just stay. I want to leave when I'm
1: good and ready. Thank you. Yeah. Thing.
0: And a lot of the times, a lot of them are actually... Assigned, I would say, to people to help them. Yes, I believe that too. Mm-hmm. Um, Bella
1: had informed me two incidents that one is still, well, both are still ongoing. There's an incident with the kettle.
0: Yes.
1: So let's talk the about the kettle and then we can segue into the incident of the missing jewelry. So things are going yes. missing. So oh that is common gosh. spirit activity and it has happened in other locations. To, um, especially to me when I went to Myrtle's. But um, let's talk about the kettle.
0: All right. So the kettle, we have a name for it, water heater Peter. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that goes neck and neck with Liberashi
1: from one of our tales. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
0: because every time, every time, either it's nice and quiet or emotions are really high because Mm -hmm. I was dealing with a family emergency and I was deep in emotion um, and the kettle turned on and there was no water in it. And usually it will not turn on unless there's water. Mm -hmm. And we looked and there's no shortage, but it turned on. And if you're just one person there, it'll stay on. But as soon as you grab someone else, it'll turn off. As soon as you grab someone else.
1: That's what Bella said. When she walked into the room, when it was happening, like right when she walked into the room, it stopped.
0: Yes. So it's very interesting. Um, We've kept it unplugged, and it hasn't happened while it's unplugged. But every time we plug it in, it doesn't happen all the time. So that's how we know it's, like, not a shortage. Mm -hmm. And we can move it, and it won't do anything. But as soon as we back away, and we're very calm for a little bit, or like one of us is dealing with something emotionally internally, it'll turn on.
1: Wow. Who do you think is turning it on?
0: No idea.
1: Do you think it's uh, psychosomatic, where it's all of your energies probably turning it on? Probably. Where in cases it, it can be like that. We talked about it in even the um, poltergeist case, where you know there was a child who was of age that you know may have had the ability to create all that chaos that was going on, Mm -hmm. you know? It could be psychosomatic where you guys, like, mentally don't even know it, but you could possibly be manifesting these things that are ongoing in your space.
0: Yeah, it is possible. And that is one thing that I noticed with this ability. Um, This actually goes along with the jewelry. So the bracelet I was talking about losing, that is one of the pieces that is missing, along with um, a necklace I had. Mm -hmm. And... Bella
1: told me it took a plant her plant her little plant went missing I think her necklace or something went missing yeah everyone's jewelry is going missing and I and she even informed me this is not a a space where you know where someone is taking these things we don't think it's anyone like stealing this from us but we feel like something is happening
0: yeah we're all very honest people in our room and we're all very blunt with each other um so Literally, we would go and be like, hey, my jewelry's missing. Where is it? And they're like, no idea. This wow. is this of mine is missing. Do you know where that is? And I'm like, no. So, so many things have been missing. And literally after my jewelry went missing, um, I got it for the purpose of keeping me focused and keeping positive energies around me because I'm a very positive-oriented person. I hate negative energy with a passion. So... Basically, I was fine. I will always remember this night. We were watching uh, Django Unchained Mm -hmm. because we had to learn Southern dialects. And that night, I said that I was going to put my jewelry and hide it. For some reason, I felt the need to hide it. Oh, man. And so I hid it. And the next morning, I woke up, went to the spot. It wasn't there anymore but it looked as if nothing had moved Mm
4: -hmm.
0: and literally after i lost my jewelry of course i was like upset by it but i started experiencing these things where manifestation was occurring in my life for example i was i'm usually at times i can be an insecure individual and i was looking at a picture and i said oh i wish i could be a model or like be on the cover of something someday or someone take pictures of me And literally the next day, a photographer came up to me and said, hey, we're taking pictures for advertising for the institution. Can we take some shots of you? And I was like, what? (laughs) I was so taken aback. And so I was like, sure, why not? And um, there was another incident where a manifestation occurred, and I can't really remember it right now, but it was like three things that happened in a row. And I was like, did my jewelry actually hold me back? in a way Mm -hmm. so I still want it back so whoever out there has it give it back but (laughs) it actually has not really changed much negatively at all Mm -hmm. if anything it's been more positive for me
1: that's good that's good I know other people who have your abilities have encountered you know the kind of the opposite
0: you know, yeah,
1: because they just don't understand what's going on around them, and it's like they're too open in a way. Mm-hmm. But you seem like you kind of honed in on it and like kind of knew what to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then now you have like your your I guess your sensei, your psychic sensei that's helping you too. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Ornery Oracle. You can find her guys on Instagram. She's amazing. You should follow her. Her stories are great. I love her stories on her IG. They're great. And um, she does her little like daily card pulls and she posts them on Instagram. But she's the sweetest person, the most amazing and beautiful person. (laughs) She she is very awesome. She's helped me like hone into a lot of things that I'm sensing around that I've sensed around my my place and myself. So and you even helped me, too. So and she confirmed it. I was like, no wonder. (laughs) So it's amazing. It's amazing um sitting right on my right holly do you mind do you want to chime in yeah what? Yeah. all right let yeah. me start this over um so real quickly we're going to add in another guest right now you probably heard her stories on the patreon page guys on holly weird paranormal patreon page we have saturday night ghost club holly's story was a part or one of her few stories was a part of the saturday night ghost club and she too used to stay in the dormitories um Listening to uh Rissa talk about her experiences, do they correlate in parallel with yours?
5: yeah, and also one Bella talked about as well um it wasn't necessarily a dream, but I was on the second floor when I was there, and I remember one night I just got this I was almost asleep, I was like, you know when you're like moments away from actually being asleep, but you're still kind of aware of things, and um. I just remember, again, this, like, really strong feeling that someone's face was, like, really close to mine, (laughs) um, and it's, like, I opened my eyes, and it kind of felt like there was a, it kind of seemed like there was a darker patch over my face, but I didn't see, like, I didn't necessarily, like, see, uh, like, a, a person... But I just kind of like felt like there was, I felt like there was a little girl like leaning over me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was in 211 or 212. Yeah, it's funny
0: because 211 was the room that I was in before I moved to 101.
5: Yeah, yeah, we talked about this. It's yeah. definitely the same room, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was that. There's also, there was like a couple of times. There was this one time we were all sat in the kitchen and we had really like stiff drawers. Like, I don't know if it's still like that in that room, but you really had to like pull the kitchen drawers open and um there was this one time there was like three of us sat at the kitchen table and we were just talking and all of a sudden out of the corner of our eye we saw the drawer like go open like this like just it wasn't fast or like really slow it was just kind of in between it just like opened but that was like one of the drawers that you had to like full on yeah you had to like yank it open because it was so stiff and we were all like What? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I remember. I think I just walked over and just like slowly pushed it closed because I was like (laughs) that didn't happen. Yeah, (laughs) and we always used to hear knocking as well, like (gasps) three knocks. Oh my God, that's crazy that you say that. Now knocking
1: where? Actually,
5: it was it was like on the wall. I feel like, but sometimes you felt like it was the door and there was no one there. That happened to me last night. I'm not kidding.
1: So we have validated several stories because you, okay, because you graduated a year, last year, right? Yeah, yeah, May. And you came in Mm -hmm. two years ago, well, a year and a half ago, technically. So you guys really didn't know each other. No, no, no. no. So here we are.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So actually last night I had trouble sleeping and I remember specifically that there were two knocks right above my head on the wall. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: And it's happened, this is the second night it's happened. And I'm like, what do you want? Like, leave me alone. I can't sleep. What do you think that is? I have no idea. I don't
5: get any energies from it at all. Yeah. There was another kind of thing as well with the walls. Um, in my apartment it happened and someone else's where things would just fall off the walls. Yes. But it I wasn't heard about like that. it wasn't like it was like not glued on or anything. It wasn't like it wasn't secure. My roommate had this little um like whiteboard on the wall that she like wrote she had like be happy written on it and Mm -hmm. like uh, with flowers and one day like it had been up for a while it wasn't loose it was like if you saw saw how it was like it wouldn't have fallen off really that easy and I was just sat in the room on my own and all of a sudden it just all crashed down like in like a second and it was like okay Mm -hmm. I'll just ignore that Um, and then one of my other friends he had movie posters in like glass cases on the walls yeah and i think it was like two of them fell down at the exact same time and smashed it It was like the joker posters he had Mm -hmm. um i think but that was the room that had a lot of weird things they had a record player that would start playing um like out of nowhere when it wasn't plugged in yeah do you remember
1: what year this was
5: this was 2018
1: i'm wondering if that's if that's kind of like the year two when Jeff graduated,
5: yeah, it was it was, so
1: I'm thinking that this year was also that was the year that was the year that left with you um is the before you came in
5: mm-hmm.
1: is the year that was experiencing
5: yeah, it was it that was
1: energy, that malicious energy,
5: the end of two thousand and seventeen and the beginning of two thousand and eighteen, yeah, so we were the year after Jeff, okay, so yeah.
1: And um 'cause I know he was still living on campus for a while too. So yeah. yeah.
5: And um in that room as well, particularly. I remember I was there. There was just me and like someone else who lived there and he was um he went to the bathroom and I was just waiting for him and I was like looking out the towards the balcony and um it was really dark and I just got this really creepy feeling all of a sudden I was like, Oh I don't like it And the the balcony also is really tough and really hard to open like you really have to like get your yeah
4: so (laughs) annoying like you have to like
5: pull it like several times and they're like big sturdy doors and I was looking out and all of a sudden it was like someone pushed against the door really fast and the, the balcony door, like, moved in. Not the, sli- like, it slides, say yeah. it, like, slides to it the left, it moved forward. just looked forward, like so it.
1: it looked like someone hit it or someone was leaning against the glass. Well, kind
5: of, like, uh. more of a shove because it literally was, like, like, it looked like someone really shoved it.
1: And out. it wasn't windy. We were, that wasn't oh. the time during the Santa Ana winds, huh? Um,
5: it was... It was towards Christmas, but there was no way it was windy. It was, like... Also, it was only one of the glass panels. hmm Um, but it was... N- there's no way it was the wind. They're so thick and yeah. heavy to move. Yeah. Like, they couldn't have been blown by the wind. It's, like, thick glass doors.
0: Have you ever
1: experienced that?
0: Um, I haven't experienced anything... Uh, no. Not like that. Nothing super aggressive, letting its presence be known like yeah. that. Um...
1: I'm kind of sensing is what people are bringing into the building that is causing certain and different types of manifestations. Yeah. And we talk about this in certain episodes is what you bring to the table or what you bring to the environment. Yeah. And there's been some investigations where I've been in the middle of it where there's just this negative person and they're just bringing in all this negative stuff.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Or attracting all this negative energy into the environment. hmm so yeah
5: there was also I remember like a more playful it's at the opposite end of the second floor like the directly opposite one I don't Mm -hmm. know if that I guess like 201 I think and my friend lived there and I remember she has a she had a video of it as well um the doorbell kept ringing and thought someone was like messing around with them um but no one lives I don't think there's a room next to them there's the laundry and then there's another room but on that side near the doorbell, there is no no room yeah yeah, there's definitely no room beside beside them right Right. yeah so anyway the doorbell kept ringing and they're like oh my god who is that so they there's a little peephole in the door like you can see through like um so they just waited and there was no one there and one of them made a joke and was like oh it's charlie and then the doorbell rang again and they so they like watched it and every time they like Charlie, ring the doorbell. The doorbell rang. And they have a video with the camera through the peephole. So you can see that there's no one there. And they're like, Char- um, if it's you, Charlie, ring the doorbell. And the doorbell kept ringing. Yeah. Interesting. Like, time, which was quite... It was kind of like a playful thing. They were really, like, laughing balls yeah. kind of freaking out about it. But, yeah. yeah what time was. did that occur? It was night, but it, was, uh, it wasn't too late, okay. I don't think. Yeah. yeah.
1: The big question is, do you sense that charlie is around the school.
5: Hmm.
0: Actually, I do feel like he does visit. Mhm. Um because I do remember my very first day coming to the institution, I was staring at this cutout of Charlie Chaplin and I was just looking in where his eyes would be.
4: Mhm.
0: And I saw eyes like shift quickly. And oh then God. I, like, <laughs> jumped. And my instructor asked me what was wrong, and I was like, oh, nothing. It's fine. You know, <laughs> this cutout is just kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like he visits. Um, for some reason, I feel like he's a very playful energy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yet I do feel like there's a little bit of sadness inside.
1: Yeah. Uh, inside of him. He did, he did suffer, you know with especially like dealing with his mom yeah and other woes that he had other wives so (laughs) yeah i mean that's that's definitely something to believe i know that um people have experienced him in the theater i don't know if my roommate has yeah i believe that because that's a story that one of the company directors has experienced seeing a figure of a man yeah
5: there's definitely a feeling you get when you're backstage yes um, especially walking through, there's, like, corridors from, like, the green room bungalow type thing mm-hmm. um, into the theater. And there's definitely, like, a weird feeling you get.
1: I feel like there's other entities that go yeah. in there.
5: Well, there's so much, like, f- like, furniture and there's so many random items back there in those yeah. rooms that I'm sure there's, like, you know. things connected
1: to are them. connected to them. Because that that's true. I mean, that's another theory or... Or a hypothesis I'm trying to come up with is not just the stage that absorbs it, but it's also what the theater carries. You know, as a designer, sometimes I go thrift shopping or I get stuff on auction that are actual vintage pieces, dresses and other accessories. Props does the same thing, too, where they go on auction and they buy things, too, that are vintage. So we don't know what's connected to those items that might cause a manifestation.
0: I can let you know that you have
1: someone's suit. Um, That is true
0: yeah
1: that he's no longer here
0: yeah oh.
1: that is true because
0: <laughs> <Yeah. What? laughs> yeah. cool. someone's like she has my suit like literally it just happened. wow like, you have someone's suit. oh <laughs> <She> wow <will. laughs> do
1: you feel like there's anything here in my shop
0: oh that time um <laughs> oliver oliver yeah
1: so guys uh i think it was a week ago um Rissa came in here and she was telling me about her experiences, her gift, and we did a kind of like impromptu ghost investigation. We did an EVP and on her phone we collected some voices. Yeah. And there was this presence of Oliver who was very persistent. Okay.
4: Very persistent. <laughs> he was a
1: little sassy thing <laughs> and I I remember feeling like cold and prickly sensations and you saw some things and I saw some things in the corner of my eye that before I could even say it you 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 came out with it first and I was like okay you saw it too I'm not going crazy (laughs) all right
0: (laughs) um basically yeah Oliver is very interesting I always seem to get very either playful or very smoldery type entities around me And it's very interesting because I'm... That's good. (laughs) I guess it is, yeah. Because me, personally, I'm not a very smoldery, you know, heightened sexual person at all. Mm -hmm. I'm totally opposite of that. And then I do enjoy being around very extroverted, playful people. Mm -hmm. So I do believe it could be what I attract. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's
5: true. Do you know whose suit we have?
0: We
1: have had some of the staff and faculty just donate suits that belong to their families. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I know that I have collected a couple of suits. I, I actually have 1940 suits that I purchased off of Magnolia Boulevard. Well, guys, um, we're going to go and venture into the dormitory with Rissa. Rissa has invited me to do a walkthrough. I don't want her to tell me where things are. Okay. Um, where things have happened in the apartment, but I wanted to, first off, get your approval for me to go in. I know that this is gonna possibly cause something in there. You think something will happen in there when I go
0: in? Most likely, yes, due to the fact that they're like, oh, we have a visitor, let's show off.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. Well, let's go for it, guys, so
0: stay tuned.
1: And here's a little side note, guys, before we go into our post-mortem with Bryce. Two days after conducting this interview with Rissa, I researched the word Tommy and Judy Garland on Google, and this is what I came up. Judy and her companion, Tom Green, were rumored to be engaged. Judy came very close to marrying Tom Green, and Judy and Green had an off-again, on-again romance that went sour in 1968, when she had him arrested for allegedly stealing two valuable rings of hers. It's also mentioned that Judy... Referred to Tom as Tommy. Whew.
4: Girl. Yeah.
1: That was not even a cup of coffee right there. That was a huge pot of coffee right there that we just spilled.
2: It's just so crazy because um, she's, you know for someone to have the sort of like mental clarity
4: mm-hmm.
2: with something that's such a new revelation is really impressive i think like she's like the when hearing her describe it wh- you know whether or not she is in the moment or not she just seems so like calm and sure of herself yeah even though this is like a very new coming into her power kind of moment well
1: now it's calm because i put her through with another individual that has her gift so a shout out to ornery oracle on instagram shay and if you guys have instagram follow her she is amazing she's actually helped me out with what i'm dealing with outside of my apartment yeah and she like confirmed it to a t other things that even bloody mary when i first brought it up like didn't bring up. So um, I put her through with Shay and Shay's been working with her too to help her.
2: That's amazing. And
1: Shay's just this beautiful human being to which is why you guys need to follow her. You should listen to her stories. She posts on Instagram. They're really wonderful words to like Mm. follow and hear. And she does these other like card drawings from her tarot deck. And it's just just a wonderful page to follow. So go and give her some support and some love because she does that too. And um, with... Rissa, she's been helping her kind of like navigate her, her I gifts. And also when I first met Rissa before her interview, and this was like a month, I want to say a month before her interview, she didn't know how to control it.
2: I know. Yeah.
1: She was really fearful of it. And she, I'm just so proud of her. Like Aww. I'm, I'm like, I got a little emotional. I'm like, yes, I'm just queen. so proud because yeah. like you, I, I feel like I'm speaking to a different person. Yeah. Like when I was interviewing her, she was like, so poised. She's like, this is what I have and this is how I'm gonna control yeah. it and this is how I'm protecting myself. Because Aww. before it was like she was in a crowded room and she couldn't even like get a clear thought. I know. To herself. When she
2: said that, all I could picture because I'm five, was the end scene of Mulan Stop. with all the ancestors being like, you know, she gets it from my side of the family, and I was laughing yep. so hard. I was like, that doesn't sound so bad because I'm not there, and yeah. if it was me, I'd die, but, yeah. you know, get your Mulan party on.
1: Yeah, she I mean, I'm so proud of her mm-hmm. and I could tell, like, she's still, like, you know, developing sure. and strengthening her, herself yeah. and her mind for it. Um, I thought when she talked to me about the Judy Garland ghost, I was like, instantly thinking about Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about... It's crazy. The Judy Garland ghost. Yes. Because that was an interesting story. Like, I'm just like sitting there listening to her talk about this and my, ma- my mouth is just I like, know,
2: same. I was laying in Drop
1: like to the floor. Like, what the hell's going on? Well, it's
2: just so interesting. One of the crayon notes that I took... <laughs> Yes, that's right. Hard-hitting journalism. Do
1: you know the color of that crayon?
2: It's blue. It's blue? It's very, I don't know.
1: It's not like aqua blue or... Actually,
2: this crayon was literally just called blue, well. but I think it's more like a corn maze. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, one of the things that struck me was the, you know, and whether this is her perception or there's something definitely happening and the energy in the dorms feels very different than yes. what it did during Katie's time. That was the one thing I kept touching back to mm-hmm. as I was listening through. It was like, you know, when we were talking to Katie, when we were hearing from Peyton, it was quite sinister. And I was like, God, these students like really are not safe. The shadow man, especially like in the window and all of I that. Mean,
1: it really instilled a lot of fear into that class. Mm-hmm. Even the class after them, like a year after them, was sensing still some sort of negativity. Yeah.
2: And so to hear that and then, you know, one of the things that touched me in like Bella's story was like Well, I have these like three guardian angels. It seems like not knowing this class at all,
4: Mm -hmm.
2: you know, having now not worked there long enough that there's like a whole cycle of students that I no longer know. Mm -hmm. um, It seems like their energy that they've brought to the dorm seems a little less chaotic and a little more Mm -hmm. like we accept you. We see you. But we're here for like light and love.
1: Yes. whereas like
2: no tino shade but that class had some other external issues
1: well yeah there are a so lot of So there was a lot of chaos
2: anyway with problems yeah That then was being i think was then being fed into an already sinister negative force. hmm Where it seems like, you know, with Bella talking about the little girl mm-hmm. and with Rissa talking about all of the things that she's experiencing, yeah, the Pinstripe Man, like, at first I was like, oh, that's that's the Shadow Man. That's she's the, seen it. But then the, as she kind of was explaining, even the cowboy, like, it all seems yeah. quite, like, benevolent. And then into the Judy Garland where it's like, oh, okay, well, this is, like, so not nefarious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wonder if there's, like, a kind of shift happening if we think about the bathroom in the MVP building. Like, I I feel like it's migrating through the campus, but, like, the dorms seem in That's a much a better good place. That's
1: a point, because I have a picture, guys. I'm going to show you this picture yeah. that this girl, um, it was supposed to be her roommate. We're going to call her Phoebe. Hi. And she had a huge experience. She saw And witnessed the same shadow person as Rissa.
2: Oh my god.
1: She said that she woke up, walked into the living room. This was early in the morning. She sensed that something was there and she saw the shadow man dressed as a cowboy and he had the straw in his mouth and he looked at her and she looked at him and it was really funny. She's like, I was so excited to see him that I waved at him. I was so happy to see him and he looked at me and he tipped his hat and I closed my eyes and he was gone. Like right after she opened her eyes, he was gone. And then it just already processed in her mind like that isn't normal yeah you know but i asked her i'm like did you get a feeling that it was something sinister did you feel like scared scared or or anything because i know like we had a student that saw something similar to that and it like it intimidated her Hmm. it caused her to like get really scared it caused her to the point where she broke down in tears and what was so fascinating about her, of Katie's story about mm. that is that she had validation.
2: I know. That picture always really creeps me out.
1: Yeah. And uh, not only that, but Drew. Oh, right. Who was, her fel- who was the fellow RA who worked with her, who was a big skeptic, mm-hmm. saw the same thing. Oof. And he was like, Tammy, there was something there. I'm, I'm not going to say as it goes, but there is something there. Jugh. Of course. Pure skeptic. So there you have it.
2: We're the best. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it,
1: it's something that... I mean, I'm just so amazed of how well Mm. it shifted. Like, like Rissa said, I think it left. I think it left with that class or maybe like because of us, it knows not to be there. Well,
2: and something that I've always noticed from my, so I was there for (coughs) as a student three years and then, you know, as a worker another five. So I was there almost a decade Yeah, and there really is an ebb and flow of the class energy and that's just that's not not even in a in a paranormal sense but I think the end point that I'm making is that I think it does feed into that yeah but we always you know lightly tongue-in-cheek but we there was a pattern for quite a long time of like good and bad years kind of sandwiching each other
4: absolutely and like the year
2: before me like no tea no shade to anyone that might be listening I'm roommates with one of them so <laughs> I loved them like I was friends with a lot of them because of stage managing for a company. Right. But they were quite a bad year. (laughs) And we then were quite a good year in terms of, like, the ethic and work and things like that. And that pattern really has held for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. And the kinds of drama sort of fluctuates to that pattern based on who's at, like, the head of the school. Like, who the second years are. I
1: will agree that... After a particular mm-hmm. director of the school left, <laughs> blink, 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 no tea, no shade, that the quality of uh, the groups of students that mm. were finally coming in, I noticed that they're a little more positive. Yeah. And they're so much sweeter. Like, this class, I really have gone, I've grown close to. That's nice. And working close with, like, I, I feel more... Because there have been some. There's some that I'm like, please this, class, is, yeah, this like, class has got to the, go they need to leave like i don't know how they got accepted oh like okay the, yeah. the check cleared all right i get it but um you know, money talks yeah money does talk uh, a great deal in the city but mm-hmm. it i mean i could tell with this year like they're really a sweet year Everybody has mentioned that this year and group of students they're very nice it's nice yeah it's refreshing it is very very refreshing but um here i'm going to show you this Ooh, picture yes. now that i found it right here so this is um this is Phoebe's, and this is in the MVP room. Oh, sure. So this is the girl that witnessed the shadow cowboy man. Mm. And I want you to tell me what you see above her.
2: Oh, yeah. So that, I, that, that is a huge. T- that's such a turquoise- Orb. Oof.
1: That is a mega orb.
2: It's so big and creepy.
1: And Pheebs has a strong psychic muscle. Yeah. I would say almost strong as Rissa as well. Because she has seen The Shadow Cowboy Man.
2: And oh, my God. So it's a live photo, and I just tapped on it. And yeah. the, orb the orb flashes. Movie. Oh, God. I'm, I regret so much that I tapped So I'm going
1: to post this on our Instagram. But this is something that she did send me oh to God. show me. She's like, I think it either follows me or it's around the MVP rooms, oh which, is, which are the movement rooms at the school where the students do their, you know, dance and movement mm-hmm. classes they also do their um what is a combat choreography mm-hmm. so and their sword work so I'm surprised that now it's kind of like expanding mm-hmm. there um I don't know if you remember Mr. Garcia yes <laughs> so Mr. Garcia I mentioned this in our other episode but this is his story I mm-hmm. couldn't get his um I couldn't record his story because he was in rehearsals like all week,
2: uh, tell him to get his priorities I straight. Know,
1: seriously, so he's into the paranormal, and he even mentioned to me while I was talking with Thees about her experience. Mm. He was like, I-, "I have an experience in MVP," Everyone's and I th- got one. And I thought he was going to joke around. He's like, "No, I'm serious. Like something happened to me in the bathroom." So he's like, "I'm going in there doing my business," and I, for some reason, you know, I'm by myself in this bathroom. I didn't hear anyone come in, and he said, for some reason, my focal point goes to my left and i looked down and there's a pant leg there's a leg of a man and the and i, I was like what did the leg look like he said it just it was a pinstripe and oh the my shoes, god the shoes were two-toned
2: oh my god it was like
1: a brown and cream creamy white color oh
2: my god and he's
1: like what the fuck and he kind of like finished his business and he looked back over and it was gone But he said that he felt like he was like someone else was with him. Uh, And when he turned to and for some reason, like his focus shifted to the left and he saw this pinstripe pant leg and the shoe that looked very period like he's like, I got the sense the man was in a suit. He was from the 40s, but he was there.
2: Oh, my God.
1: And that's when like Phoebe's like chimed in and more students chimed in and they started chiming in. With their experiences in the dormitories. Oh, my God. Yeah. But you also Girl. hear later in this in, in this mm, interview yes. that, you know, my coordinator who was, uh, who was an alumni who graduated last year, Holly.
4: Um,
1: if you're not a Patreon, um, Holly's story is on our um, Saturday Night Ghost Club through our Patreon, but yes. she shares a couple of those tales of her living in the dormitory, but she you know, had to chime in. She's like, everything that Rissa was saying is is something that I went through. And even Ugh. Rissa, you know, validated, yeah, like, the rooms that you talked about, you know, in the Patreon episode and even the rooms that were mentioned in the first episode, the part one, I lived in that room, you know? That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. So right now what we're going to do mm. is go ahead and listen to the interviews with the rest of the roommates. So Rissa allowed me to go into dorm room Mm -hmm. 101 and I will tell you guys there was a vibe there. There was the feels. And we ended up doing a little impromptu ghost hunt in her room and we caught a couple of things. I tried to go back to see if I could capture any EVPs. Maybe you guys can hear it. Let me know. Just Shout out a message on our Facebook and our Instagram if you did hear anything. But I will warn you, there is some sound pollution in the background because I was recording during the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are students, so they're moving about. There's all this other movement and chaos around us, too. I mean, it is a building in Hollywood, so it's never Rain. a dull and quiet moment, Rain. FYI. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we it as hard to, you know— be in a quiet room yes, while doing this yes. so but we did come up with a couple of things and here it is uh, to the first floor and we're about to enter 101. yeah you're
6: fine you're fine you're fine can I talk
1: oh yeah you can absolutely <laughs> talk oh you went blonder didn't
6: you yeah I'm just I don't even know what I'm
0: doing <laughs> hi, hi. Sorry, I was, so, <laughs> I was confused. We're talking about the spirits that are in our room. Oh, really? Yeah, so
1: you know I have a paranormal podcast, right? Yeah, she told me. So we did, uh, I don't know if you listened to that episode, but we spoke to the first people that lived in this building before you guys, mm. and they, their stories paralleled with everyone, and I think even Holly.
7: They were in our room.
1: They're in your room. So, really? Um, we have listeners that are asking for a part two. So, wow,
7: so you're going to interview Rhys?
1: I've been wanting to come here inside the dormitories. I was always like, oh great, they're going to see me like coming in here. Like, what is she doing in yeah. here? <laughs> but I wanted to, I mean, if you want to share your stories, I'd be more than happy to record you. Oh, she you.
0: has a story about lights in her own apartment.
1: Oh, really? I this one, though. Oh, okay. Other one. But if you guys have any other stories, I'd like to sit down with you and talk to you guys as well. I don't
6: know, awesome. like, specific stories, but, like... It's just there's always in this apartment there's always a sense of like seeing something out of the corner of your eye you or whatever. Here? Why like are you there? Peter. <laughs> like Peter Peter. Like I go into the bathroom and it always seems like there's someone there's something there. Here or something here. Like this area. There's always someone. There. You so you
1: sense you guys sense a lot of things here then. Yeah. Um, have yeah. you guys always been a believer in the paranormal or something otherworldly? Uh, I have. You have. Yeah. And coming into this apartment, you just knew like there was something here instantly.
6: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen anyone. Uh, Risa has better, by far, better abilities than me. But there's always a weird sensation in here that I I lived in two apartments in here in the dorms before this and it wasn't like that there. Mm-hmm.
7: I'm kind of like a semi-skepticist. If you wanted to talk to, someone. I mean, if you're like op- I'm not sure, like I'm yeah. undecided. You're
1: kind of open-minded skeptic. Yeah, call like it I'm that not, way.
7: Sh- like I don't. I'm not sure, but I also wouldn't deny it outright, you know, like a maybe, maybe. Have you seen anything in the corner of your eye
1: or have experienced anything that you couldn't explain in this space?
7: Uh, A lot in our other um, bedroom, not in this one. I mean, the the water heater turning on and off before our eyes all the time. I don't know if that's paranormal or just like weird with the water thing, but (laughs) yeah, I've definitely seen that happen a bunch. Um, what was that other thing that Jolene saw? Um something, saw something? Yeah. Something, Uh. like, completely just fell off out of nowhere. Really? Yeah, and oh, it wasn't, I like, can't. off a high shelf. It was, like, off the table somehow. Wow. I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah, no, she told me. Yeah, you should ask her about that. Yeah.
0: I actually get nervous <laughs> to come in here in the middle of the night, like, in this area. I'm, I'm always great. here in the middle of
7: the night. I know. No, I have my headphones like, off.
0: Yeah. Head. I'm really like terrified. Specifically um, in this area,
4: Mm
0: -hmm. um, a common thing that I've noticed is at times if I get readings, I always say like the couch, the couch, the couch, but I don't know what the couch has to do with anything. They're like, get it out. It's a nice whore. (laughs)
7: This is what, again, I don't know if this is just coincidence, but often all the girls in the house will have nightmares on the same night.
0: Yeah, we That's have nightmares on recognize. the same night.
7: That's what every, I every, every time we have nightmares, we all we always, always have nightmares. And they're always, like, similarly, like, traumatic nightmares. Yeah. Or Do like they trauma.
1: parallel, like, you both dream this, dreamt the same nightmare? Or what are the nightmares that you guys have?
7: Sometimes they're both just nightmares, or sometimes they're familiar. We've had ones about being chased. Or one time, Jolene both had a nightmare about, like, killing someone we loved. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was joking. That's intense. Yeah. yeah, so it's weird that we get, like, the same nightmares at the same time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, wow, well, you guys are probably in sync. You probably are in sync about something, yeah.
7: I don't know if delivering the nightmares.
1: That's so us. interesting that you mentioned this area right here has a lot of energy because, um, you know, the security guy has shared a story with me where he saw something in this like the corner of this entryway this little breezeway outside which was this shadow guy he saw him in his security camera and he said um by the time he got to you know the breezeway which is really close to his post he said there's no way that that guy could have run down all the way to the end and jumped over the fence he would have seen someone right but he was like it was just odd i saw it in my camera it was a man in a hat
7: a hat
0: yeah
1: it was a shadow man and a, yeah, he was like he hat, saw it peeking like,
7: yeah. told me about the man in the hat but we call him a cowboy I don't know that's <laughs> see that's, that's a
1: did, different but... one see the first one that we had um gotten stories from and it's we have it documented was the man in the fedora who was not good not really. he was really bad but we think he left with someone in that specific year that brought him here. So,
7: a person rather than the space itself.
1: Exactly. Because you guys haven't experienced him, but this guy was no bueno. Mm Yeah, we
6: haven't experienced anything bad. At least not... No, not bad. It was just very like... They're just like... Maybe mischievous? Yeah, very, very... Mm -hmm. And
1: then you guys are lucky because like this dude was... He was really scary. He really loved to instill fear in a lot of people. So,
7: Did we debunk the smell from yesterday? I don't (laughs) know if we did. I don't know. That was weird. Yeah, there was like there a weird plastic, plastic smell. We, the we other even day. called people yeah. in about it.
0: Yeah. Hmm. They came to check it out. It's not smelling like it anymore.
7: But it was, like, it, we it's all weird. smelled it and I'm not sure if we, we managed guys. to explain it or not. We might, did we? Was it the the vents? No, because they, she, she turned, turned the vents. vents.
0: She turned the vents back on and that smell wasn't there anymore. It's like we had this very strong plastic burning smell burning only in our apartment. Huh. yeah it was really i'm yeah.
1: wondering if it may have been due to the vents was anything on or was any was the stove on maybe or it was in the rooms
0: it was all over but it was strongly okay. in the rooms and we waited until the smell was gone and we turned the vents on again and the smell didn't come I back i can't say
7: that's oh. definite but it is just weird i guess i don't know yeah. maybe it's worth hmm. it discussing i don't really know
0: <laughs> yeah well, but that's... things go missing all the
1: time all and the time. have you guys experienced things going missing
7: yeah, um, <laughs> all
6: the time. Absolutely. Yeah. What can I think of? but it's also like when like, I have like, to just lose things a and lot. It's, so I can In many cases, or at least the, for the things I have lost, it's things that like I know y'all wouldn't steal because like yeah. like I have a bunch of silverware that like has like gone missing, and I know y'all wouldn't steal because y'all have way more than me. Why would you steal? Like, yeah. yeah. So like. Like it's the like the silver. Oh no, they really love true. shiny
4: things, I guess. Yeah,
6: silver, crystals. Well, your crystals. Were, my, my
0: crystals crystal are
7: crystals. gone. right. They're just They gone. disappeared That's off so of, the shelf. so interesting. And it was right in that area that you guys mentioned before. They were just sitting there. Oh, yeah. Usually, I kept my
0: things there yeah. as well. Like my on my that windowsill? Um, yeah. I usually... So, my plants are here. Mm-hmm. And I used to keep some of my things here as well. Mm-hmm. And then, once my stuff went missing, I was like, I don't know if I should anymore but yeah, my stuff would be here, and this is the plant that just doesn't die.
1: Oh wow! All
7: of us swore up and down we've never seen anything happen to it. Yeah. Wow.
1: And it
6: happened in the midst of a night.
1: God. And no, And you always keep the yeah. doors locked, right? Or yeah. do they?
6: Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I told Rissa it might be like under your bed, and when you like organize, it'll show up. I organized so many times. It's been two times since she like totally took down her bed to like uh, change like the height or whatever. And both times, she hasn't found her jewelry. Oh. I, I was convinced she would find it there. I remembered
7: something. This is, this is the weirdest thing that's happened. I completely forgot. And again, I don't know, but it was in the middle of the night. Um, I was with Jolene uh, and I think one of our other friends. And we were standing over here, and oh, I okay. heard Rissa go, Ken's, like, right behind me. And... My instant thought is that she was standing. She sounded really tired. Like, sounds like she was going, Ken's, like, I imagined her rubbing her eye. And I assumed I was talking too loud and woke her up. And she came out to be like, Ken's, you're talking too loud. Please keep your voice down. Mm-hmm. And it was right behind oh. me. And I turned around, and there was nothing there. And it was my name and Rissa's voice, clear as day. Yeah. And she was fast asleep in the yeah, other room. Yeah, I was in bed. That was freaky. Like, it yeah. was right behind me. And i turn around and i was like what and that's the only really 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 weird thing i can attest to
1: there's been lore of uh especially around here because you know california is a place of mysticism especially where we're located there have been tribes of indians and not too far away there they use a lot of this land as like means of transportation to like crossroads Um, in the case of david oman's house like there is Someone made an, an, you know a big idea or discovery that it could be whatever he has there too um, is kind of like a mischievous uh, spirit, like kind of like a skinwalker in a way mm-hmm. where they like to take the form of other people mm-hmm. or m- mimic the form of other people,
4: yeah,
0: sound really like mean, them and even look
1: like them. so I'm wondering if maybe you have something similar that comes and goes and likes to play around like that. I'm yeah. sensing, so who knows
0: I got the number three right now yeah I'm guessing there's three energies right
1: now right here yeah well let's move forward let's see if they're gonna talk to us oh
6: you're gonna go to the room right
0: here I
5: apologize oh it's okay (laughs)
0: we try to organize this whatever so usually this wall right here is where the knocking will happen Mm -hmm. and in the middle of the night I hear it I don't know if the other two hear it.
6: I do not hear it, but no. I'm a very heavy sleeper. Yeah. So I, I don't hear anything yeah. other than my alarm. But.
0: but it'll be two knocking sounds, like, like it happened last night, and I couldn't, I could not sleep after that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we do talk in our sleep, and we've listened to each other.
6: But I've personally never done that in my life.
0: Yeah. But like, I caught her one time. I do not.
6: Like, my mom, I do live with my mom, my dad, all of them can say that I have never talked in my sleep. It's just not something I do. Right. But now Risa says I talk in my sleep.
0: Yeah. So. I've heard a conversation between the two of them while they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to pick up little things here and there. Um, apparently, in my old room, I sang a song in the middle of the night in German. I don't know German. <laughs> how do you know it was german um my roommate her one of her closest friends was from germany and she like apparently she heard it and knew what language it was you should get this app on your phone but there's an app
1: where you can set it on sleep and it will start recording um things that you do in your sleep snoring even talking Mm -hmm. or any movement it'll just start recording it automatically
0: yeah
5: i think i should should. yeah
0: (laughs) because a lot of the times um we will have, like, weird... Apparently, sh- uh, she's caught us having weird conversations in our sleep. Wow.
1: Um. Would you mind if we close the door and just sit down and see if something oh. happens? All right. So, um, guys, it's just the two of us. Now, there are two of her roommates in the main common area. So, what we're going to do is just sit down and see if anything happens. I'm going to put the phone in the middle here, and we're going to see if any... One or anything wants to say hi.
0: I get this name a lot when I'm in the room, um and it's like Karen.
1: I wonder if it's Karen Carpenter, which is right next door' because she used to record in the studios next door. really? when it was um, I think it was a a and m Studios. Mm. but it was a music studios um I think before or after the Jim Henson studios moved in. Or while they were there. But Karen Carpenter, I was told, does visit that that studio space next door. That's another thing that you guys have is mm-hmm. the Charlie the... Chaplin Studios. Yep. Or the <laughs> the space formerly known as Charlie Chaplin Studios. Or Jim Henson Studios. So there's a lot of things that have occurred there. So And
0: at time, also, I will catch myself for no reason just staring in the mirror. Like, just staring. Mm. I don't know why. Also, um, a weird thing that's happened ever since I got here, um, you can ask one of my roommates, my favorite place to be in any apartment or house is the bathroom.
6: And, and... that's
0: where you guys feel and sense a lot of mm-hmm. things in there. Okay. hmm That's my favorite place to be. Or in my room, and I'm always staring in the mirror, or I'm always staring in this corner in the middle of the night. This corner right here? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever the doors close at night I'm always staring. That happens
1: to me whenever I go into a space, for some reason I'll I'll be drawn to a certain area and I keep on looking and mm-hmm. looking at that area and then looking again, like I'm waiting for something to manifest or something is standing
0: there. Yeah. Yeah. Um something about a bows or a bow tie. And specifically the color red. Is that
1: coming to you right
0: now? Or yeah.
1: a red bow tie. Yeah. Not no big, idea. No idea what that is either. Wee Herman? I don't know. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I was working with a, a lot of red neckties and ascots during a fitting today, so <laughs> I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Uh, is there anyone or anything here that likes to come and make communication? You can make a knock or tap. My name is Tammy, and as you guys probably know beforehand, I have a paranormal podcast, and... I'm interested in your world. I know you guys like to mess around with Risa and her friends. You guys like to talk to her. You know that she can hear and feel you. Is there a little girl here? Okay, we just heard a tap in the, behind me right now. Mm-hmm. You heard it?
0: That was a tap.
1: Thank you so much for that. We really appreciate that. Can you make another one? If you're the little girl, can you make another tap? Or maybe you want to say something into this device here in this in the center between us on the floor there's this little mic you could come and say your name or you could say hi and that's a car horn outside
0: (laughs) for some reason I keep staring at this area near this um disney little poster i gave to my friend um specifically specifically i think someone's right there do you feel cold right there when you stand there do you feel something like cold or like weird
4: uh, no
6: Nothing. i mean i don't know but You've seen stuff here before, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Marking that Rissa's roommate it just entered the
6: room, guys, so. Yeah. You've seen. You saw a person uh, right here one night, right? I didn't tell her about that. I thought it was her. Oh, yeah, and I was. In wow.
0: That. I thought it was her. What time was it? It was around the same time I saw the cowboy. It was like I saw two entities that night. It was like. A, it was a girl. And I thought, I thought she was same
1: height, hair color, hair color was the same. Wow, hair color
0: was the exact same. So blonde, and I thought it was her. And I asked her, I was like, "Were you up?" And she's like, "No, I wasn't." But she was like sitting there and just like vibing. Mm (laughs)
6: Like, I I don't sit there. She doesn't sit there. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. Uh, When was the last time you saw the cowboy? Or is he just... you just always sense that he's always here?
0: I don't sense that he's here anymore. Oh. Um... It Honestly, it was, like, that one-time thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um... But I know for a fact, like... I said I didn't <laughs> feel the little girl, but I think I do feel her. Because I get the sense of a lollipop, bows, pink, and a dress. Sorry, um... I just got like I just feel like my
1: equilibrium just got thrown off right now, and I have a little bit of a headache, which is for me like an indicator. I've learned that this is an indicator now,
5: mm-hmm
1: when you're talking, it just like hit me, so you're getting the sense that like you're seeing bows, pink, and lollipops, yes, okay, specifically, so these are things that she's i is she trying to communicate that these are things that she likes,
0: you think? i'm guessing so like i get the feeling that she's like yeah and i keep wanting to stay hair, so i'm going to okay um i get this feeling that she's like very curious oh very friendly very friendly energy and i don't want to say intimidated but kind of a little bit intimidated
1: don't be intimidated um can you possibly tell us how old you are do you know i have a a little puppy her name is mia And she likes pink. I think she likes pink. (laughs) She's a bit of a tomboy, but I like to put her in pink. And I just gave her a... We just heard a bump.
0: That's another thing that's happened. Mm -hmm. So before the people above us moved in, Mm
4: -hmm.
0: apparently we would always hear knocks. We would always hear, like, dragging. And sometimes we still do. Mm -hmm. But when we told our head... Um, housing person about this she said that that's impossible because no one was living there
6: oh I didn't know that yeah when we Julie... heard them dragging the furniture upstairs
0: before before they moved in before they moved in
6: yeah, when we were hearing all that shit, she said that there was, was impossible. no people there.
0: She said that was impossible. There were no people in that room. That area. is, I did not know that. It's crazy. She said, <laughs> that was she said that was
1: impossible. Okay, are you sure you don't have any spotters up there?
0: <laughs> Can you please go upstairs and
1: look? <laughs> yeah, sure. I that there's know. like a student that was in loss, thinking he moved into the wrong dorm. <laughs> How old is she again? I
0: get this. Between 8 and 12. 8 and 12. Wow. And something about, for some reason, I feel the need to say, like, it, she's either trying to say, they don't count my birthdays, or Aww. they should count my birthdays. Something with counting her birthdays. Aww. Counting her birthdays. Do you
1: get the sense of what era she might be from? Honestly, I
0: dare say hours.
1: Wow, okay. So that I've been trying to research uh child deaths and murders in the area between the time period of 1895 to 1945 and I found quite a few inserts but in different cities mm-hmm. outside of Los Angeles. Yeah. Except for the 3-year-old that was hit by the car in the early 1900s off of pico in hollywood so that's when i came across that i found interesting that you synced with Mm -hmm. my story earlier Mm -hmm. so now i guess i need to start looking to today to see if there's any reports
0: okay um possibly even i would say go as far as like something related to the 70s until now got you will do
1: is she connected to this area or you think she's connected to an outside city like maybe Redondo or Long Beach or I she's feel more like connected she's here? here? Okay. It's just that when I do my research when I go through archives they say like what state what cities and stuff so I want to make sure I put the right one so I get the right um archives.
0: I got a sense of a field trip happening? Okay. Have I ever mentioned a lake to you before? Like, while we were sitting down and reading?
6: Uh, I don't think so. Because I'm getting the yeah. sense of, like, a lake.
1: Possibly a connection with a field trip and a lake. Yeah. There's, like, Elsinore around here. Uh, there's, like, Arrowhead, like, Mammoth. I'm hearing, all, I'm, I'm hearing tapping all... I got a headache I'm hearing tapping all around us. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it, I'm it hearing happens it. all the time. Okay.
0: I really have a headache. Can you tell us,
1: um, Uh, do you want us to stop? We could stop. No, 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 it's fine. Is it possible that you got hurt, honey, when you went on a field trip? That's crazy that we're just hearing, you know, sirens right now (laughs) and we're talking about it. I thought it. Yeah. Did something bad happen when you were on a field trip? Did you hurt yourself?
0: I don't know if this is it or not, but I got this feeling of someone walking on a log or something. And then she was like, someone pushed me. They pushed me. Oh, dear. But I don't think it was, like, intentional. Kids being kids, but gone horribly wrong.
1: Yeah, sometimes play can be a little too rough. And people get hurt. Or worse, you know.
0: It's like, I get this really very childlike person being like... No, no, no. Did they push her from behind or on the side? They pushed her from behind. I think it's behind.
1: Yeah. Before you said that, my back was hurting. My upper back, right here, was hurting mm-hmm. right before you said it.
0: And cerebral isn't that like,
1: yeah, right That's there.
0: Yeah. That's your brain. So mm-hmm. isn't that like, like it cracked or something, and just well, knocked her she out? Caught a, she no.
1: probably was pushed, or she slipped, and her head hit the log or maybe she fell or, into the water. Yeah, if
6: you, if you fall fall into the water and you're there long enough, you can have permanent brain damage. There you go. A lot of kids die of that because they just fall in their pools. So,
1: they're not getting enough oxygen into their mm-hmm. brains, yeah. She could have hit her set, head in the shallow end, maybe. that could have been another thing and drowned. So.
0: I guess feeling like like holding a teddy bear or something. Mhm. It's like, as you're talking about the process of her passing, she's just like,
1: you needed comfort. I'm getting really cold. You needed some comfort, huh? Did you guys hear footsteps? Yeah, I just did. I just did. I was wondering, I was just going to ask if someone was outside or something.
0: No, I heard footsteps like right over there. Yeah, that's why It was like right
1: here by the door and I wasn't sure maybe someone was walking to the bathroom or the room. I'm getting really cold. Do you not like us talking about water in the log? Do you like hanging out with everyone in this space? They all seem to have fun. They're all very
0: nice. I get this feeling of mentioning girls.
1: Yeah. Uh, Peyton... Who has your abilities? Who first moved into the dormitories? Who was friends with Katie? Mm-hmm. Um, would say that she liked to get ready with them
4: mm-hmm. when
1: they would go out. Mm-hmm. I I want to know, honey, if you liked Hannah Montana. If you were the one that played Hannah Montana that night, you're getting ready with Miss Peyton and Miss Katie. You played Hannah Montana out of nowhere, and you kind of they kind of made fun of you on accident because they're like, "What is this?" That would make sense that she came from from our era because Hannah Martana is contemporary. It's our era. I also
0: got the show Drake and Josh.
1: Yes, you love Disney. Do you like the Jonas Brothers? They're pretty cute. I like Nick.
0: Nick's my favorite too. I love Nick. I love
1: (laughs) me some Nick. Nick likes Burnett. Oh I'm no longer a brunette, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's like Joe all the way. Oh Joe all the way. He's a cutie. Joe, all Joe is a cutie. I will. That was agree. my
6: favorite.
4: Really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Okay. It's like laughing but then crying. Oh. Like I feel the need to to speak for her as in saying like it sucks because she's not really here. And I'm sorry if I get emotional, but it's because, like, I'm taking you're, on. You're
1: taking on. Um, we could stop. You can let me know if you want to stop. No, no, no. This okay. usually happens.
0: And, yeah, it's like they're not here. And we know she's here, but we can't see her.
1: It's okay, honey.
0: And it, it's upsetting. It's kind of like a feeling of, like, I'm supposed to be with you guys or, like, around your age or something. You're sad because
1: you should have been our age by now, huh? That you should have been out of high school or just graduating high school. There's a bump. There's a knock. I'm wondering why she can't move forward. Why she can't go into the light.
0: I got something about mom. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You're talking about your mom.
0: I th- is her? I guess her mom's still alive.
1: Oh. You should be with your mom. I know you like hanging out with these girls, but I think your mom really misses you. And you should go and and be with her.
0: There's tap. Yeah, I got like Tracy or something.
1: Her mom. Her, your your mom's name is Tracy.
0: Or something with
1: T-R. Trisha, Tracy. Trisha, yeah. Have you ever thought about going to go visit your mom? Do you remember where she lives? It's cool to hang out with your friends here, but it's also cool if you go see her because I'm sure she needs to feel you.
0: It's like whenever you're asking questions, I feel the need to answer them. It's okay. (laughs) And it's like, I want to say Glendale or something like that.
1: It's okay. I I live close to Glendale. Around
0: that area.
1: Aww. Honey, do you have a name? That we should call you? I just heard it on my left. Someone's over there. (laughs) Did you just say something? I just heard it. I just heard a something like that it's just like a whisper did you say something i heard a whisper right here i didn't say
0: anything all right i'm gonna have to go back on this all
1: right i'm actually gonna pause it right here guys this is what i heard and i'm gonna play it on repeat
0: someone's over (laughs) someone's over
1: (laughs) i could be wrong it could be rissa possibly catching her breath after she let out a nervous laugh but i would love to hear your thoughts now let's continue with the investigation
0: Something in my head said door, and I'm looking at the door, but... Wait a minute. Is she Cheryl? If so, that'll be, like, really interesting, because I remember the very first time I got um my gift here. I always got the name Cheryl.
1: That's her name? I don't know. Can um. you tap if that's your name, if your name is Cheryl? We all heard a knock. Yeah. Well, nice to meet you, Cheryl. Thank you for making that knock for us. So, Cheryl, you're the little girl? <laughs> I'm feeling you're cold. Yeah,
6: but yeah, for the first time since I got to this room, I felt cold.
1: Wow. Thank you, Cheryl, for telling us your name and confirming that's your name. Do you like being here? Can you knock again to let us know that you like staying here with these girls? Can you knock and let us know that your mom's name is Tracy?
0: Trisha? I got another name, Nicole.
1: I'm gonna stop it here once more because I just heard what sounds like a yes Let me know your thoughts, guys, but here it is. Nicole? Nicole? I felt that whatever was there was confirming that their name was either Nicole or Trisha. But let me know your thoughts. Now back to the investigation.
0: I got the sense of someone fighting. Oh, wow. Boxing or just like... And like fighting in defense. Fighting like in defense. Huh. Did you get into a little fight with someone and they pushed you off the log? Was your mom in an abusive relationship? I got reindeer and every time I get reindeer I associate it with Christmas. Specifically December 22nd. I'm not sure if it's two thousand and eight or something like that. Hmm.
6: what are you getting for him? No, I'm trying to think what it could mean
1: I'm getting so like shaky like i'm like i feel like I feel like the like the process of being drained
4: hmm
6: Standing up, these are just the sounds of me standing up. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. Sometimes when I get things, my friends and I research <laughs> just to see. That's good. Yeah, this is either knitting or sewing,
1: mm hmm. crochet maybe. Oh, you heard it right there. Uh-huh. There's another knock on my left. Are you under the bed? Can you tap if you're under the bed now? And lastly, I felt that this was some sort of response to my question if he or she was under the bed now. And I'm gonna replay this on repeat and you guys let me know what you think. It sounds as though a child is saying, yeah, But let me know what you guys think. Now back to the finale of our investigation.
0: How's everybody doing?
1: I'm feeling a little better now. I feel like less fuzzy, I guess is the best way I can feel. Like, I feel like I was... I wanted to go to sleep. Like, I feel a little tired. You feel drained, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to close the session.
0: Because I kind of felt like she was like, I have to go.
1: No, I just... I just feel like being snapped out of it. Um okay so we're going to close the session and say thank you to who we think is cheryl and call it a evening yeah yeah thank you for communicating so we're going to be signing out guys so yeah girl i will tell you this i felt i definitely felt something was in that room and i think it, it is because of Rissa being there
2: Interesting. Like because a, I
1: feel like she is a magnet. You yeah. Know? There were times when I would ask questions, I would hear a tap behind me, and Rissa would look... Oh, my God. Before I could even say it, oh, I hear... She's like, I heard the tap. It's right behind you. Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: That's so crazy. Yeah. Also, I was so fascinated when you all were talking about the the language, the German section, and just, like, the ghost speaking in
4: mm-hmm. you know, a
2: language, and I found that so interesting if, like, they are trying to communicate... What they can and can't accomplish in that sense, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why that struck me as someone who likes language, I guess. I was just like, oh, and then obviously, like it's so interesting that we have the technology now, yeah, to like kind of overcome those barriers that uh-huh. would maybe be like deal breakers or like hurdles that were too high in the past. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we have an app now that can like translate
1: exactly. <laughs> what <laughs> forissa to like be able to speak in German Insane. and stuff, was, like her roommates validate. Yeah. And that's so awesome that it's not just her living there by herself, but she has roommates the there. The corroboration, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the other two girls, I mean, you could tell, you could hear it in their voice. They're not bullshitting. No. Yeah, because um, one, who was it? One of my friends was like, well, how do you know they're not, you know, making this up? Like, just to be on the podcast. And I, and I said, when I walked into that room. <laughs> because our
2: podcast is not that cool. Uh, trust down. me. Trust Calm me. Calm down, everybody. <laughs>
1: to rest, <laughs> All right. <laughs>
2: that's hilarious.
1: We're not keeping it with everyone, the Kardashians. Everyone are here. is
2: lying to get on our podcast. It's like,
1: <laughs> line of none. Hilarious. Right
2: there. No, I love it. I love all our little but, guests.
1: But I mean, like, I walked in. They're doing their own business. Like I one know. girl was cooking, the other one was playing video games. And you know, she, the one that was playing video games, she's like, "I'm a bit of a skeptic, but I mean, I could tell you there's something here, you know, especially yeah. with the water heater." And Ooh, yeah and that's something that i'm i'm still pending about too like i don't know if it's something that it has to do with the water heater
4: mm-hmm.
1: um i've asked him too like have you talked to student services had the you know maintenance come and looked at it and according to rissa maintenance has checked it there's nothing wrong with it right. so but it's just acts up hmm. and even bella has mentioned too like every time i go into the room it stops and i'm like well maybe it stops because you know You're like the force that blocks it from...
2: I wonder... That's what I was wondering, too, is if she's kind of like the cooler, in a sense. You said, I think, in the first... She's like the Buffy, the
1: vampire slayer of the whole thing. She's going to (laughs) prevent... But I think you said... It might have been
2: in the first one where you said, like, you kind of bring that balance. Exactly. I always wonder about that, too, because I have a light... I've been thinking this for a couple, I don't know, years now, maybe, but... I have a sense that I dampen things... When we're like doing, th- like I was thinking about that with the episode with Bridget. Mm-hmm. I, my instinct is if it had been the two of you, I think more would have happened. Really? Yes.
1: I felt like, I feel like opposite. Because really? I felt like, you know. Well, we at David Omen's house, it yeah. was like
2: so much. And
1: I've been to David Oman's house way before, many times before we did that interview with him mm. and I've never seen those figures fall back to back to back to yeah. back. Yeah. Like and he even
2: said, people. and I found it quite creepy at the time, but he was like, well, they really like you. And I was like, no, thank you. I'm <laughs> so not into that. That is not on <laughs> no. my Tinder profile. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I definitely thought it at, with Bridget. And then I, when you had mentioned that, it kind of like put words. I was like, oh, like these, if she's kind of like the balance, whether that's her skepticism or her guardian angels or whatever it is that she's kind of like the cooler for the room, which I think is needed. Yes kind of keep everyone grounded
1: very much so that those are all great opinions and hypotheses you yeah, know? like it could it be conjecture. her yeah like could it be her guardian angels yeah could it be the fact that she's super closed off that mm-hmm. she's that blockage you know this mental blockage and this energy blockage you well know? like you
2: said the mind is a powerful tool exactly and as much as as much power as you can achieve through like opening and expanding In your mind I always think about what Matt was talking about like how he's so fascinated by like exploring his gifts and like seeing how far he can push and please mm-hmm. be safe if you are doing that you know like he really talks about like having people around him to keep him safe right i think the opposite has to then be true law of inverse like if you are closing your mind off of that harshly that emits a vibe too mm-hmm. like a shield or barrier or whatever you want to call it yeah Complete conjecture with Bryce.
1: But there's something too that was brought up after the investigation. So Mm. her friend grabs her phone and starts looking for um, child deaths. And she brought up an article um, about a child that drowned in Altadena. Oh, yeah. In a camp, in a summer camp. And it's so funny because Glendale, Pasadena came up in Rissa's mind. And guess what's between Glendale and Pasadena? Altadena. But when I reviewed the article again, the death of the child occurred in June of 2019. Oh, wow. But we felt, and even Rissa felt, like this child was earlier in the 2000s. -hmm. So I was trying to dig deeper and deeper and deeper to see, okay, was there another child drowning? Nothing. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, maybe she was trying to tell the roommate in some weird way, like, this is how I drowned. It was Mm -hmm. at a camp, and this is what happened to me. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, there is something there, um i mean i felt it it felt very uneasy in the room at the one point wow. and i mean like i even started getting a headache at one wow. point and my back my upper back started hurting for some reason like i felt like like i was being pushed from behind Weird. and that's when she started talking about her being on the log and probably somebody pushed her from behind oh so God. yeah i mean her roommate was in the room with us and validating a lot of things Oof. and witnessing it and her roommate is kind of like neutral yeah. she's Switzerland you know Ooh. she's like yeah
2: <laughs> well, the thing that's so crazy too is I wonder how much plays into like them I think the little girl spirit especially seems like she really wants to please people
1: yeah I,
2: and the boy spirit too like wanting to help and wanting to like comfort and yeah i wonder if there's an element of like I'll, i'm gonna try and give you what i think you want you and need. that would explain the like timeline discrepancies right it's like oh yeah it's this thing when like you know again the ways that they are able to communicate seem so erratic because uh-huh. it's like they're just doing their best <laughs> aren't and aren't we all
1: yeah we're here for a reason ghosts are here for a reason yeah. you know they are here for a reason. People always wonder like, well, don't they move to the light? No, actually, you know, according to, you know, Patty Negri, Mm. who I did a ghost hunt with at
2: the... Oh my God, those pictures are so cool. At the
1: uh, Dearly Departed Museum, guys. That's gonna, you know, come up on the Ghost Magnet YouTube page. And we're also gonna do a post-mortem with Shayna Mochler and Patty and also with Bridget. But, I mean, there are a lot of reasons why, according to her, why they don't move forward. They have unfinished business. Mm. This is their purgatory because they did They did a lot of people wrong or, you (laughs) know, (laughs) they're here for a reason and it's to help people, you know, it's to help, you know, the living. And then when their job is done, they move forward, they Mm. move on. Wow. So I believe that I feel like, you know, spirit stays here because they're, they're either stubborn like Judy Garland or the, the person that's outside of my apartment and, or they have, you know, they have to be here to help someone out, you know? Yeah. So, damn, and, um, what else when we were talking about, uh, but even Rissa brought up to the fact that the little girl might be there for a couple more years and she might move on. So there's that point where she really, she died at a young age. She really didn't get to live her teenage years, yeah. her college years. And for her, this is her way of actually accomplishing yeah. that and living through the students you yeah. know i'm gonna be here in this dormitory i'm gonna you know party and get ready with the girls and listen to music put on makeup with them and act like yeah i'm a part of this crowd because this is what i missed out on you Damn. know yeah it's just really really sad you know
2: Me. i
1: know a ghost that's fomo
2: i mean <laughs> yes oh that is really sad though yeah. get your party girl
1: <laughs> exactly but yeah guys. i mean what do you think yeah. is still over there? Like, what do you hmm. believe?
2: I think that I probably am more in the camp of... It's hard, you know, it's hard when the stories are spanning generations of classes and they are matching up, but mm-hmm. I think that whatever spirit is there is manifesting and feeding off of the energy yeah. in the dorm. Exactly. And presenting itself in what ways are being fed to it, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. not to like victim blame lightly, but um, I think having so many people who I, I think as people become more and more aware and less afraid of their gifts and more willing to engage and confront negative spirit, mm-hmm. it will continue, hopefully, to lighten. If you will. So mm-hmm. hopefully, I mean, I like that students aren't still seeing the shadow man. and
1: That I'm really happy about. Yeah. And I have another story about the shadow man. So I tried to interview the head of security.
2: Hey, we
1: can't say I know
2: can't say his name, but I did like I working there with him. <laughs> he is so <laughs> fine. I can't find Can you help me? Yeah, Hope he listens, you. <laughs> Bye. Well,
1: I try to um, get him to do an interview. And at first, like he was all for it. And then he was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't do well with media and interviews. So.
2: We'll he. coach you. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> you
1: know, and there's times where we have people that like, I have a story, but I don't want to share it. Like, I don't want you recording me, but yeah. I'll I'll give it to you in paper and writing yeah. and you could share it for your listeners, which I really appreciate. It's still
2: so sweet. And he was to like, even take that time.
1: Yeah. So he shared the story with me again for me for me to communicate to you guys. So according to
2: I'm gonna picture him while you talk. I know, so just I know. keep and going. Smile. Mm.
1: Yes. So according to our head of security, one night, um it was uh during the weekday, it was like a Thursday night, and it was past 12 30. He says, I think it's 12 30 Or it was like 2 a.m. But it was really late. There's no one around. Everyone was in the dorms. And inside his little post, and where his post is located Mm -hmm. is between, literally this lay line between the dormitories and the property of the Mm -hmm. school. Because that was the purpose of purchasing that building was so that the students can just like literally walk you know, through Mm -hmm. a gate and into the school grounds, right?
2: It's all self-contained.
1: Exactly. So he has his little um, CCTV screens inside. There's cameras around the building so he can get a full like front, side, and back view of the building. And there are strange characters in and around that neighborhood yeah it
2: it's a nice neighborhood but there's definitely an element of shadiness and it's gotten worse like, yeah
1: it's gotten a lot it's not worse. a great part of hollywood it's honestly. not like this past week i i don't know how many syringe needles i passed I on my way to starbucks yeah it was re- it's really bad
2: it's so funny no shade at all intended by this but when i was coming here and all the like marketing is like right in the heart of hollywood and like Ooh. as a little gaby in the midwest you just think like i'm gonna be right in the middle of it and then you move here and you realize like. Oh, Hollywood's the bad part. Like, yeah. all the nice parts are, like...
1: It's Calabasas. <laughs> well, and, like,
2: none of the studios are here anymore. Yeah. None of the celebrities live here. No, like, Hollywood is a name. It's
1: just the name, it's right? It's a
2: name only, and it's quite dirty. It so is very dirty. If dirty. you're coming to visit, <laughs> go to other cities. I promise you, <laughs> Hollywood is better in your imagination. But I it know. does... The history is what people come for.
1: Exactly. But, um, so... Yeah, so he has to be vigilant, and he's very vigilant. He's very on like on guard. Very yeah. Seriously, yeah. So he said, "Yeah, you know, I'm looking at one of the images, and I see this thing poking out, and then all of a sudden, I see this man, and he's all he's completely dark. Yeah. At first, I thought it was a man dressed in black, but I'm like, the whole the whole figure is black. Oof. He's in a black hat, and he peers out, and the like, he shows me is like on the left side of the building, right here, the left side. So I get up." And I rush out to go get him. But then, like, of course, by the time I get there, like, he's gone. Ugh. Now, how close the post is to where he saw the man, the supposed man, is pretty close. It's right there. And for this, if it was someone that broke in, this guy needed to have been an exceptional marathon runner. and mm-hmm. would have zipped all the way down the side corridor Oof. of the building and hopped over, over the 10-foot metal right. fence. Oof. So how could this person, in theory,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: have done that? But and
2: also without being heard or without leaving evidence yeah. or without like kind of him catching him like crawling over the fence. Yeah,
1: it's several yards away from the post. He's like, I could have at least seen him run and jump yeah. over the fence. Yeah, but I-, I will tell you this, and this is the creepier part. He said, like, Tammy, when I saw the figure on the screen it looked at it like looked Ooh, at the camera god
2: i hate when they look at you
1: it looked at the camera as if i it knew that it was being watched oh
2: god i hate that
1: and that's when he got into like into like security mode and he said it really creeped me out and i asked him like do you have the footage he said no it 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 tends to erase or reset mm. after a certain amount of time so he he said it yeah he should have recorded it with his phone but it was something very well creepy. and it's like
2: when you're in the moment it's so fast
1: exactly It just reminds
2: me, I remember you telling me this story because it reminds me so much of the story in the field mm -hmm. when they're like, when a figure is dark, when light isn't affecting it, when its shape isn't a factor, but you can just tell that it's like humanesque and dark and then you still know, even though you can't tell that it's looking at you, the just chill in your blood when that happens yes that's That's what
1: he felt you know and and then i told him about the stories and he said no way yeah i said yeah dude like that's what's been going on and he wouldn't know like he has a very like he doesn't have that type of relationship we do with the students where Mm -hmm. they can tell us these types of tales yeah but he he would tell me like there's a lot of weird things that happen around this building you know i've heard it but i haven't really seen it until that night
2: damn yeah well, if he ever needs someone to comfort him, I'm ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's Every, everyone me.
1: has such a crush on him. Everyone. So he handsome. did something really sexy too. Like last week, he skateboarded. Ooh. Yeah, so he was coming down the stairs with me to my car because he's like, "Yeah, there's because there are these students that were freaking on their like their longboards and their skateboards, mm-hmm. like skateboarding in the mm-hmm. bottom level of the parking." And he's like, "Yeah, they can't do that. Like, the skateboard can hit one of the cars." And I told him. I bet you anything, you're going to go and skateboard with them. Watch. You're going to grab one of their skateboards and you're going to skateboard. He's like, actually, I might do that because I used to skateboard for many years. I'm like, okay, that sounds really hot. Then <laughs> sure enough, oh my God. he did. He did in all of his glory. Beautiful. In his glory and his tattoos and his well-fitted uh, Levi pants.
2: The only criticism is that <laughs> I do hate cargo pants. God knows he loves them.
1: He doesn't wear them anymore.
2: <gasps> Hope. Hope springs eternal. I can tell you,
1: as a stylist, he is wearing the Levi's 315. Oh,
2: that means he's seen someone, for sure, for sure. He's engaged. Oh, is he?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's engaged. That's new. He's super engaged. Ugh,
2: look what happens when I leave. Everything goes straight to hell. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I got a restraining order filed against me.
1: And there you have it how not to stalk like Bryce Mitchell Williams girl that's true I Mm -hmm. went to this wedding
2: last night and the bartender was so handsome and I just stared at him from across the room for like three hours (laughs) I have no game but he was very fine (laughs) good times good times
1: you amaze me thank Mm y'all you're very welcome here to tell you that Well, guys, that is part two of Is Our Job Haunted? Damn. And we believe that it is. I believe that there's something there. I really do. And I don't think it has to do with the building. I just have to, I think it has to do with the land. Yeah. The area. And the fact that this is a dormitory that has, I mean, a lot of students that are going through a lot of emotions. Yeah. And, you know, these students come in and they're opening up in every sort of way. Yeah. And that is what happened with Rissa, you know? And she's learning how to hone in on her gifts and how to control it. And I feel like a lot of that is manifesting because of her and other students that have stronger psychic abilities.
2: I love that the woman that you connected her with Mm -hmm. is like... I love when people are willing to share the gift and don't hoard the knowledge.
1: See, that's when you know when that is your soul sister, you know, right It really is. Like, I think
2: there's... Maybe it's just an L.A. thing. Other parts of the country, shout out. But... There's sort of a spirit here of, like, n- no one here is willing to help anybody. Because it's they're a,
1: faking it to making it. Is we what all it is. are.
2: And it's, like, it's a very – it's very hard to date here because of that. Yeah. It's very hard to find meaningful friendships here.
1: Meaningful connections. Any, yeah.
2: Of any kind. And so when you meet people like Zachariah the Witch and this woman that you connected Jay, Riso, yeah, yeah, like I just think it's so special and unique. Like, not on, like, yeah, they're trying to make it work, too. And I love that. But they're not, like – withholding the knowledge and they're not no. like keeping people in so danger willing, yeah. and they're like willing to help and she's train and teach. willing to help. Yeah. I love she's, that.
1: she's helped me out so much cause I've been going through something really personal and, um, she's been helping me out a lot with that. And, that. um, now she doesn't do a lot of like public readings. Mm. She's, she's more controlled in that area where she's just more focused with yeah. herself and her, the people in her inner group. She's always there to support, you know, a lot of creatives. I love that. But I mean, even like her words of wisdom, her stories that she posts on Instagram are really good to follow. And is that, uh, and her deck, like when she pulls a card, her weekly pull for um for her Instagram post, like she has a wonderful like message that she always posts mm. in regards to, you know, the pull of that deck. So,
4: wow.
1: Um highly recommend that you go follow her, Ornary Oracle.
4: Hey. and
1: yeah but i could tell like it was a major 180 with rissa
4: i love that after i
1: put her in connection with chay and just talking to her i was like i felt so proud of her i just felt Aww. like i felt like i really helped somebody out yeah, you know? fuck yeah and it's like that's like i wanted her i like i felt like she's so someone so special and and for people that are going through that same issue too it's not an issue it's actually a gift right. and it's not a burden like Rissa's is helping a lot of students too with her well, gift. and
2: that's the thing. The more you try and suppress that or fight it or ignore yeah. it, then it does start leaking out in quite toxic ways. Right, so for it her does. to like embrace it and like help people with it exactly. is Exactly. lovely. It's yeah, so like sweet.
1: she was reading other students. Like she told, like she said, like I'm reading like the student's grandfather because hmm. he has a message for for this specific student, you know, and that's special, you know. That's
2: amazing. Mm-hmm. Good for her.
1: Good for her. Get indeed. your life, girl. Yeah in the weird and all the weird. Real. Embrace your weirdness, guys. Yes. Never be afraid of it. And if you do have these gifts, just know that you're not alone mm. and that there are ways to strengthen your mind and your third eye and to protect yourself. There's yeah. always a way. Always. Just always remain grounded, always remain you know, true to yourself mm. and just protect yourself. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right, Bryce, shall we take this too close? You know what? Let's do it. I know. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Let us know what you think. Please let us know if you have any, I don't know, haunted dorm stories Ooh. of your own. We love to get those submissions in our Gmail. So you can contact us via Gmail at Paranormal at gmail.com. And we can definitely save that story for one of our listeners' tales yes. indeed. And also, guys, um, can't get enough of Hollywood Paranormal, then stalk us on Instagram and Facebook at Hollywood Paranormal and Twitter at HWP Podcast. That's via Twitter and at Hollywood Paranormal on Instagram and Facebook and catch up with our past episodes on Blueberry, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, CastBox, Player FM and Spotify, of course. And if you love Hollywood Paranormal, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a positive review. Yes.
2: Or negative. Or but negative. Just know that we <laughs> know.
1: Regardless, even if you give us a negative review, our algorithms still go up. I know, so there I don't you know go. What to tell you. I know.
2: We are the jinx monsoons. It's just water <laughs> off a of duck's back. I don't know what to tell you. They're
1: they're a little petty the reviews.
2: I, like I kind of like it because like <laughs> I, just, I just keep coming back to it. Like, we know. We never have claimed to we be never anything. Have.
1: I, I've mentioned this so much. Like, why do I have to add an insert about the volume and the sound? I know. We are not sound engineers. We're not
2: anything. So, honestly, keep them coming. It's yes. fine. I'm not mad about them. I actually think they're kind of funny because, like, I think we're really honest about it. We are. We're just two girls living in the city (laughs) trying to make our way in Hollywood. There was one.
1: It was like, oh, uh, Tammy's voice is so so annoying. I hate her fake spooky voice. I'm like, I'm not a Vincent Price. Like, I'm not trying to be a Vincent Price. I was
2: just watching this clip. It's so funny. I'm having a very (laughs) Vincent Price weekend. And the original fly, I completely forgot. Uh It's Vincent Price. Like, a baby Vincent. Vincent Price. No way. And he still has his soup. I mean, baby is maybe an exaggeration. A no, very no, middle-aged Vincent Price.
4: <laughs> but it's like, because you know, I by the time I
2: like was aware of him, he was much older. Yeah. But that voice is so iconic. And then like at the end, when the fly is in like the little trap spoiler, <laughs> uh, and he like, come here, and he like gets to the little rock. I'm like, oh my god, it's so creepy. Vincent Price now. Oh. That's some good
1: Vincent Price trivia right there. I, he's
2: coming up a lot for me this week, so yeah, I don't know what the universe... I I don't know. Thanks, universe. I wonder if
1: that's a spirit daddy.
2: I, I would <laughs> like a different spirit.
1: Uh, no! Shay messages me, tell Bryce that it is Vincent Price that is around him.
2: I would, you know, I would get down with that probably. Yeah, maybe. It, look, if a ghost is trying to get me more coffee, then we good.
1: Oh, we good in the hood, homie. But apparently that's my exactly. line. Please <laughs> stop. Like,
2: oh, you're scared of ghosts? Yes, except for coffee. coffee there yeah.
1: we go, Mm-hmm. Well, guys, definitely follow us on Instagram Please. and Facebook. Let us know what you think of the episode and tune in very soon because we'll be doing the yes. life of Lisa Ann Mathers and the true crime of the count of sunsets. Okay. Not only that, but we're also teaming up with one special bruja. Hey. And we will be talking about brujaria. Yes, girl, it is going to be Crazy. one sick interview with her. Because I've it. been wanting to do this. Yes. I've been wanting to do an interview about Brujeria and I've wanted to do it right and give it some justice. So yes. the so the amazing, amazing Bruja of choice that we decided to reach out to was Bruja's Botanica. Hey. Christy. So we are going to be sitting down with Christy where we're gonna be discussing everything and anything about Brujaria, the misconceptions, the truth about it, the practice, how it differs from one country to the next. Sure. And she is such a sweet person, and I'm so excited to meet her. And we, her, and I have been just communicating so and coordinating sweet. it. So, she also has her own business, guys. And we highly recommend that you go and find her under Brujas Botanica on Instagram.
2: Support local business,
1: yes, support. Homegirls, man. One spell at a time. This company is Latina owned. She's from Compton, California. Oh my God,
2: I'm so here for this. She
1: has a spiritual online store and she also does personal readings mm. and all of her stuff I want. I have to like sit down this weekend today and go over the things that I'm going to buy Hilarious. from her store. But amazing. you need to follow her Instagram. It is amazing. They, I mean, I... I can't spend any more money, but I will. Here we
4: are.
2: Ugh, story of my life, girl. I'm like, I'm not spending, spending any, any money. more money.
1: $50 later. Every time. Walking out of Target. Here we ugh, are.
2: Girl, don't even get me started. I know. <laughs> Talk about a fucking ghost. Target haunts me night and day. I astral project right to that self-checkout. It's brutal. Ugh. And they put the crop tops right next to it. I'm like, yeah, I do need that. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's I had this horrifying. lucid dream
1: that I walked out of there with two mm. more like glass bases from their house there. Yeah.
2: It's really fucking annoying. I know. Target sees me coming, going, spinning, mm-hmm. living. It's great.
1: Target's not the ninth circle. Oh. Oh, hi Mia. Hi, Mia. That was that's Mia. Our key. I know that's, that's our, our key. key. Like, hey bitch, just give me a treat, take me out for a walk. It's been too long. It's been too long indeed. Alright, guys, so Oh, hello. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. the world is telling that is us the universe to end this episode like, like yes. end
1: Ended right now the world's going to come to an end alright no. guys so much love stay tuned we'll put out the brujaria episode in a couple of weeks yes. I'm going to be flying out of town for a family emergency everything's fine but don't worry we will definitely deliver some fresh episodes alright guys always remember to stay holly weird Bryce do you have anything else you want to say Bing. bye oh look it's Vincent Price right behind oh me my <laughs> oh
2: my god oh my god